Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to the Chick Lit Book Club podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Dirty English by Isla Madden Mills. Hello! <laughs> Hello, dear. How are you, my darling? Oh, just wonderful. How are you? Same wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. How's your week been? Oh, God. What? Uh, I guess fine. It, you know, it's just another week in a pandemic. Just like, <laughs> in a panoramic. In a pandemic. Just <laughs> in a pimento loaf. In a pimento loaf. Just, it's really, it's been, uh, it's been a fucking year. It has literally been one mm-hmm. year. Like today on this date that we are recording, um, well, wait, today's, what, it doesn't matter. Today or tomorrow was like, was literally the last time I ate in a restaurant. I can tell you that with absolute fucking certainty. The last day I ate in a restaurant. I've gotten takeout. Yeah. But that is the last date that I ate with my husband in a restaurant where someone else made me a drink and I sat yeah. down and hung out without my child and I, who I love <laughs> dearly, but like how much would I love to go on a date with my husband without being yeah. terrified that I'm going to get a fucking deadly virus? Right? Hey, <laughs> Tell me something good. Oh yeah. Um You gotta tell me tell me your bright spot for the week. Okay. Um wait, you go first, okay, because I have to think about it. So my kids just put on a fucking amazing show. That's they were so amazing. good. Amazing. So um I help direct um I'm the assistant director of our our show at school and our my kids are the best and they're just fucking talented as hell. One in particular He's just, he has the best instincts that I'm like sitting there. I go, I wish I had that, that instinct that he makes good choices. Like I tell him all the time, I'm like, you're making good choices. You know that? And he doesn't realize it. Um, so it's just I natural for him. It's just natural. And I wish I, it took me 30 something years to get to where he's at now. It's at awkward since you're old. only 28. I don't know how that happened. Right. I know. Right. I actually went back a year. It was like when I was in the womb. Um, <laughs> I was like doing all studying kinds of, in utero. I was, I was, I was a diva in the room. Um, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Um, but yeah, so my kids, my kids were my bright spot this week. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super fun. How about you? Um, I like cannot even think about this week. I did, like don't even totally know what day it is. Um, today's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> did, did did anything happen with any of your your um, the things that you <clears throat> volunteer with? Anything like that? We did have um. So I had two meetings with. I volunteer with a group, um, <clears throat> a national group, and. Uh, we had two meetings this week. One was a statewide meeting and the other one was a local meeting. And they were both mm-hmm. really great because for the first time in a long time, there was good news. Oh, that's always good. Yay. <laughs> and it's not, um, 
has there has not been good news for a long time. So <laughs> hence the reason for a group that does the reason charity work that and this group exists. So right. um so I yes, that is a bright spot of the week that um it was nice to like get on a call and not just want to cry with a large yeah, group well. of people. <laughs> Well, okay, the other good thing is we got a shout-out the other night from Shell Sloan, so that was nice. Oh, my God, yeah, that was awesome. She did a live, um, yeah. a TikTok live, and it was like... I told V, I'm like, get on, get on TikTok. Yeah, You're was, good at this. I'm not. <laughs> she was like, she's live now. Get on, get on. And I, was, I don't remember what I was doing. I was cleaning up my kitchen. She was like, like, get on, on it. it. I'm like, I'm like fuck yeah. yeah. Absolutely <laughs> join that shit. Absolutely. Yep. Yep, yep. I love Shell Sloan. I think she's so awesome. She's funny. She's funny she down is to earth. Super funny. I can't you know, wait you've for read her, new her one to come books. Out. I can't wait to read because we we have one on her li- one of hers on mm-hmm. our list. I have mm-hmm. not read. I am. I apologize, Shell, if you listen to this. I will get around to reading your other books. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but you have read her books. Yeah, I've read both of them. Um, the, so the next one that's coming out is called Off Track, and that one is it's a standalone, but it's part of a series. So like the first one is off the record. And uh, you, as per normal, like, romance series, you meet the characters in the first book, and then mm-hmm. they get their own book. So I'm looking forward to Fun. it. And then I did ask during the live if there's going to be a third one, and she said yes, that the, it actually is intended to be a four-book series. Initially, it was mm-hmm. supposed to be three, and she said that Davis, like, snuck up on her. Like, she wasn't actually planning on making Davis have his own book, uh-huh. but he is getting his own book, and that's the next nice. one that's coming out. Yeah, so she's on my list to start the first one, and I have to, but I haven't yet. It's I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it's. I mean, it's well done. I think. I was going through my want to read today. Oh, it's it's an endless. I mean, mm, mm. especially since I found this list called favorite couples on uh Goodreads, and I was like, just fuck my list now. I mean, (laughs) because I added like fourteen books by going through. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Fuck my want to read because. I found about, yeah, a whole bunch of books that I'm like, well, I guess I gotta add this one now. I gotta add this one. I gotta add this one. Yeah, you sent that to me, and there were. Um, there were some interesting ones there on there. There were some I was like, interesting no. ones. I, I think favorite is a very subjective word. Well, it's voted on, so who, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, I mean, the first one on the list, surprise to no one, is Pride and Prejudice, mm-hmm. which we'll go into what we're talking about. I'm singing tonight, guys. Is irrelevant. <laughs> I seriously, I, I am fucking Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. She's really singing tonight, guys. We just had this discussion before we started about um, the TikTok that I posted this week, during which I like I filmed it and I did an obnoxious sing-song voice and then made sure to comment on the fact that I made an obnoxious <laughs> sing-song voice in the closed captions because, like, why are you like this, Veronica? Like, just, why oh. are you like this? <laughs> my, one of my favorite, <laughs> every so often I'll just go, stronger and gayer than ever, which is from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awkward when you do it at work and you're just like, stronger and gayer than ever. <laughs> If I were to do that at work, literally no one would hear me. Because yeah, it would just be a regular day at the office. It would just be a normal day at the office, which is mm-hmm. my home. Well, <laughs> I have, I've worked from home for years now, pre-COVID. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't get to hear me sing to Luna like I usually, Luna, do you want some breakfast? 
I mean, I'm not saying I don't talk or sing to myself at, all, at no. any point during the day. I frequently, if I, if something annoying happens, mm-hmm. the ghosts in my home hear about it. <laughs> the ghosts in your home. <laughs> the specters. I mean, my house is super old, so probably there are ghosts here. You know, it's fine. I mean. We live pretty us. peacefully. Yeah. I mean, it's you fine. live in harmony, like in Beetlejuice. Yes. Yes, exactly. You live in your attic. Oh, my God. I love oh, that movie so ugh. much. No, yeah, that movie that. is fantastic. We'll watch that Ugh. later. <laughs> watch that in Gremlins 2 again. Don't worry about it. Mm, I'm going to skip that one, but I will watch Beetlejuice. Oh, you've not seen Gremlins 2? No. So, Veronica. Yes, dear. I heard you watched a movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ray was like, you never watch movies. and um, <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it just like that? No, you didn't. Okay. No. okay. <laughs> um, I but, mean, because we both don't watch movies very often. No, not very often. I mean, I it's just it's a large chunk of time and I don't have a large chunk of time ever, especially not no. since COVID. No. So, like um at any rate, we were talking about the books <laughs> that since I'm the one who does the usually the movie reviews. Yeah, usually Ray is the one doing the passion flicks reviews, which I love the fact that she does and I'm super supportive of it. And I enjoy I look forward to it. I legitimately look forward to it every week because we don't talk about that part beforehand. So she was like, <laughs> I'm thinking that we should discuss 365 days. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that is because I live in a hole, apparently. And uh, so then we were talking about it and I looked it up and stuff. And uh, we were talking about the general like plot lines of the movie, of the books and stuff. <laughs> because it's like a trilogy. Because written- when it came out, it was like it blew up. Yeah, Everyone was like, you need to watch this. It's like the Fifty Shades well, of Grey. Well, right. Like, yeah. So then the movie yeah. came out in 2020, but it's based off of books that were, have been out that are mm-hmm. written like in Polish by a Polish woman. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Ray was like, why don't you do this one? Because I'm kind of mean. I'm kind of <laughs> mean. And She's guess not what mean. To, She's not guess mean. what, dear listener? I've already seen all the good parts, so I knew what she was in for. I'm not going to tell you why. I'm just saying I've seen them. The thing is, okay, so... <laughs> all right, I'm not going to give away spoilers for people who have... For the three people live on this planet. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally just going to say, everyone's seen it. <laughs> Pretty much everyone. My husband, I don't think, has. But, I mean... You guys can watch it together later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did tell him about one part that made me laugh out loud while I was watching it. So Are you lost, baby girl? Oh my... See, I think that's the, why TikTok <laughs> says that all the time. I'm, sh- I'm sure it is. I mean, I've definitely sure. like seen parts of it. Like, I mean, there's TikTok. parts of him I'd like to see that were not included in the movie. Ding, ding, ding. I mean... Like- <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm, I'm, I, keep, I keep interrupting you. Regale me with the story of porn. All right. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, it's basically porn. So here's the here is the <laughs> premise. In case you are one of the three people who have yet to see it, and I can name two of them, my mom and my husband. Those two oh, people. And, and, and Ray's mom. Yeah, and Ray's mom, exactly. So like for those people, um and, hey, and mom. I haven't seen I haven't seen the dialogue parts. <laughs> Not missing much. Narrative, um, I haven't seen narrative. Mm, there you don't need it. So nope. Uh, nope. Also, not for what I need. Nope. Dear moms, please don't. Our moms, other moms, do it. I'm a mom, but like our moms, please don't watch that movie. I'm just asking you. 
people that he's got to watch this movie. And if you do, please don't tell me about it. Oh Thank yes, you. please don't tell me about it if you're if you do. Oh God, mm-hmm. never, mm-hmm. never bring this up mm-hmm. to me ever again. No, I will probably stick a, a sharp object in my ears. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like need my ears. So please, right? Spare me. Um. All mm-hmm. right. So the the whole premise of the first novel. We're just gonna talk about the first novel because that's what the the movie is based off of. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first novel, which is called 365 Days, the entire premise is that a mob boss, like it's a mafia romance. So a mob boss kidnaps this woman and says, uh, you have 365 days to fall in love with me. And after that, I'll let you go. Like if you truly don't love me at the end of this year, you can go on your way. Was her father, was it something with her father was involved with it? No, his father was. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm confused. Um, Her father... Uh, you do end up meeting her father at her parents, like at the mm. very end. Um, so why her? Okay, so this is when you and I were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. When I was saying like it's not as cut and dry as just like he kidnaps this random woman. That's not mm-hmm. that's how it's portrayed, but that's not what it is. So okay. at least in the movie, again, I've not read the books, so I can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. But how it's portrayed in the movie is that uh, at the very beginning, the opening scene of the movie is him and his dad basically and his dad is the mob boss and of course they're from Sicily because duh and right. so they're like talking about like Sofia Petrillo yeah I mean hello like this you know so <laughs> picture it <clears throat> Sicily 1932 <laughs> sorry Golden Girls so I watched that a little bit of that earlier um anyway so the opening scene is like his father getting shot and dying, and then he has to, like, take over. Take over the business? Yeah. yeah. Got it. So, fine. But he has, like, he's watching a woman, like, in binoculars down on the beach or something. Like, they're mm-hmm. on top of, like, a big fort or something. Like, big fortress thing. And he's watching some woman in binoculars. And then he also is shot. So, he like, when he's, you know, flittering back and forth between life and death, he sees this woman's face. And oh, so, okay, yes, yes, yes. Then okay. he is like obsessed with finding this woman, and that has been mm-hmm. his mission for like five years, is to find this woman. That's not frightening. Not at all. It's not creepy <laughs> or um, no, 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 not um, or stalkerish hmm. or no. Dateline's not on the phone calling at no, all. No, of course not. Mm-mm. Keith Keith Morrison doesn't want to have a conversation with you at all. No, or Chris Hansen. None of them. No. Mm-mm. Nope. So uh, after five years, this mm. this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking five years. That's a lot of time to really stew on something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So after five years, by chance, this woman who you've already like met <clears throat> in mm-hmm. other opening scenes, she is an un- she's a woman who lives in Poland. She's Polish, and she is unhappy in her relationship. Her boyfriend is a total douchebag. She takes a vacation with him and their friends to Sicily, mm-hmm. where he sees her and is like, mm-hmm. that's the woman. And then sort of lightly stalks her. It's kind of <laughs> how I put that. Light stalking. Um, it's like a part-time thing. On my other weekends, I just, you know, stalk women. <laughs> you know how it is. Like, it doesn't seem threatening until, of course, he kidnaps her. So then, like, he kidnaps her. They give her a sedative. She has a fucking heart condition. Like, which he, of course, he didn't know. I know. It's a whole thing. So anyway, 
my point is, like, the kidnapping part is not just as simple as, like, I saw this pretty woman on the streets in Sicily and I'm taking her. It's right. more complicated than that. Although, right. still unacceptable in real life. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm going to, yep, yep, yep. Still not okay. If a man tells you that, ladies, run. Like, run as fast as you fucking can for your actual life. Right. So, um, but this is a thing about, in my opinion, mafia romance is that, like, you have to, in my opinion, yeah. you have to be able to forgive a lot of yeah. really, like, uh, unacceptable mm-hmm. behavior. <laughs> Social norms. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just... Uh, you gotta like the Godfather, I guess, and like and Goodfellas, Goodfellas, and Sopranos, and all right, that which is not yeah. my bag, but like Me you know, fine. So I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. Yeah, right. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Like the bad boy alpha thing. I mean, I I get that. Like I understand that. I only like it in werewolves, obviously. I mean, listen, that's it's hot, okay. <laughs> So, at any rate, uh, he, the thing is, like, you see signs of him where he doesn't totally suck. You do. Like, oh, there are yeah, glimmers. Yeah. You, you have to do something to humanize them. Right. Like, yeah. he's obviously, he's used to getting what he wants. He's not okay with the fact that she just, like, she's like, you literally kidnapped me. Mm-hmm. What makes you think that I am going to stay here for a year? Like, I have a boyfriend. I have family. Like, what? I mean, what do you I'm expect I'm assuming she me? has a job. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I mean, what, you know, you just expect me to, like, live here with you for a year and not, like, put up a fight about it? Mm-hmm. So there are, like, there is a couple. There's one quote where he says, I'd like you to teach me to be gentle for you. Which is, I was like, mm-hmm. it's a sweet moment. Um, because it also he, she fights him back hard. Which eventually gets her in trouble. It really does. And gets him in trouble, really. Um, like, a lot of trouble. But uh, it's he says that to her after a night where, like, she has tried to run away from him. And, of course, like, he's a mob boss. Like, the cops, mm-hmm. like, she runs up to cops and she's like, I have been kidnapped. Please help me. And they're like, they just literally don't say anything to her. And right. he appears behind her and is like, are you lost, baby girl? It's like the third time he says it to her. So at any rate, she says, like, I want normal food. I want pierogies tonight. And so, like, the chef oh, makes God, her pierogies. Mm. Fuck yeah, the food of my people. So, like, she has pierogies and, like, they have a decent dinner together. But she teases him relentlessly. Like, she's constantly, I kind of love her a little bit. She mm-hmm. is fiery. And does not give in, teases him both sexually and, like, just on a normal basis. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, the teasing goes, f- like, to unacceptable levels. There's, um, when I was reading, like, when you and I were talking about it and there were synopsis and stuff, mm-hmm. I was under the impression that at the first the sexual nature was not consensual. And there are definitely moments that are super, super questionable. Like, he ties mm-hmm. her up at one point, and she is not... Okay with it. Not okay with it. And mm-hmm. look, if you being tied up is cool, if you want that, that's cool. Good for you. Consent. Not for everyone. But mm-hmm. consent! So, like, she... But she wasn't into it in that moment. Right. And wanted out of the room, and he just tied her up. And then let a different woman come in. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
She got to watch. She got a she got a show. She got a show. She got a show. Not one that she really wanted. No. At first. At, at first. first. I think by the end she kinda liked it. Probably. Guess what guess who else liked it? I mean this girl. <laughs> <laughs> guess who else liked it? Probably almost everyone on TikTok. I mean like Yeah. So the thing is, he also says, like, I won't touch you without your permission. And that's part of the line that really gets crossed there is that he does touch her without permission there. Um, Anyway, it's not as awful as I expected it to be. Uh, She is really funny. There was one, the scene that I told my husband about that was hysterical to me was a moment where uh, he takes her on some trip literally kicking and screaming like she is fighting she doesn't want to go on this trip Mm. and uh the bodyguards literally carry her kicking and screaming onto the plane and um so now like he's talking to his cousin or whatever and she is behind the cousin suggestively licking an ice cream cone and like tease this is what i mean like teasing the hell out of him she walks by again suggestively licking the ice cream cone and says he's like can you not do that please and uh she goes i'm dirty and he goes seriously please stop doing that (laughs) and she hands the ice cream cone to the cousin and then walks over to a fountain and the cousin can see her he massimo cannot and the cousin goes oh his name is not massimo yeah it is We'll talk about that later. Okay, we can't talk okay. about it now. No. Um, so we can't talk about it on air. No, we cannot. No. So uh, he, the cousin can see her, and he goes, "She's she's getting in the fountain," and he he doesn't turn around, but he goes, "No, no, she's not." And he goes, "She's she's in the fountain." And then he turns around to go get her, <laughs> and has to take her back to like the hotel that they're staying at, or the villa, like, wherever the fuck they're staying. Like, and she's wearing all white. She's sopping wet, like <laughs> see through, see through. She has little boobs, and therefore no bra. And like, <laughs> it's just like, and everyone is staring. I mean, every single human is staring at them walk by. And that's right before this that part we just talked about. Anyway, um. After that, some shit goes down, and yeah. um, it does get weird. Uh-huh. Um, I don't want to say what the ending is to the movie, and I don't know where it ends in the book, but mm-hmm. the ending to this movie was so fucking terrible. Really? <laughs> I was so pissed. Like, that's where you ended this movie? Was it a cliffhanger? It's a major cliffhanger. Now, I know, like... You know that what is inferred does not happen because there's a second book. Right. But, like, I was irritated. Like, when it ended, I was like, how is that possible? How are you ending it there? Because they're waiting for the next movie. I guess, but it's not in a good way. Mm. I don't think so. Maybe other people do, but I... Again, this movie is about the sex. It's not about the plot. Like, let's just be real about that. Because you have to ignore so many illegal and unforgivable behaviors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because that was the whole thing was like, it was... It's highly criticized. It was, was, yeah, because of being the quote-unquote rape culture. I mean... Yes. And honestly, it doesn't sound like... Also, he kidnaps her. He literally kidnaps her. It doesn't sound like it's rape. 
No, no, it's not. I mean, no. So, but that's what it was kind of touted as online. Yeah. And, um, oh, we're talking about rape today. This is like rape central. Just constantly. Tonight. You and I God. have not read a fucking book in the last, like, two months that has not had a sexual assault story in it. I'm getting bummed, guys. I'm getting really fucking bummed. Yeah. Can we, can, we all just... Can we all as a society right now have a discussion? Well, you know what? Let's hold off. Let's hold off on that until we get to the book. Um, yeah, we can. Um, would you read, would you, would you, would one, would you read the book? No, I'm not reading the book. Would you watch a second movie? Um, I have, I'm curious because I want to know. They are mm-hmm. filming it. Oh, so I found that out right before we started recording. Same peeps. They, yes, same people. They are making a second one. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think there's a release date yet, probably sometime next year or the beginning of the year after. Um, or no, wait, it's already 2021. So probably, probably at the end of this year, if not the beginning of next year. Um, but as far as I can tell, it's all the same people. Um, how are they going to do that with COVID? So that's like part of what's in this article. It's like, how do we film? God, yeah, this website I mean, sucks. It keeps Because like, Italy has been... For the most part, I would assume a lot of it actually is filmed in Italy. I mean, and Italy was very shut down for a long time. There, yeah, because yeah. they had so many people die, and like, especially the first part of it. Oh, remember all the men were dying? Yeah, really right. Yeah, and weird. they thought that it was like, yeah, right. So it yeah. says um, there's no release date yet. It says unfortunately not anytime soon. Newsweek reported the production was supposed to start in August this past August, but mm-hmm. was postponed due to COVID. Um, so. I don't, it says we will not be able to shoot abroad this year because of the pandemic. I don't know what that means because pandemic means global pandemic. So I don't know like what well, that means. I mean, because well, Netflix is, is housed here. I'm sure that's what they're thinking. Because right. I think it is a Netflix feature. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what it is because they're probably going to Italy to film. Yeah, I don't know how or they maybe do it like here the, though. It's not any better well, here. Well, the, a lot of times, too, they might be in, like, the Ukraine or some crazy, you know, like, yeah. something stand country. I will country. say <laughs> the scenery is beautiful. Like, especially mm-hmm. at the end, like, some of the panoramic shots that they're doing are, are beautiful. It, in Stan, I mean, like, the old, the old used-to-be Soviet Union countries that I don't even know right. half of them. I just know that there's a Stan at the end of them. Yeah, um, but there will be a second one, and I will probably watch the second one. Because I want to know what the fuck they do with this horrible, horrible ending to a film. Well, you and I talked about the, the book series when this came out. Because I was like, have you fucking heard about this rape book? Right. <laughs> this rape movie? Right. And, um, and I know that there's, there is a book. Because I read the fucking plot. Because re- we were texting to mm-hmm. each other the plot. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, it's just being released in English. But mm-hmm. it's a mess. Like, it, it's not a happy ending. From what nope, I could read. It is not a happy ending. No. Nope. No. Um, well, thank you. Oh, you're so very welcome. Well, I do have to say, you didn't see Fifty Shades, right? You I, didn't watch the movie. Uh, I did see the first movie, I think. But I, I think I also say, saw it, like, on TBS. So, oh, like... which, fuck, fuck you, TBS. <laughs> I mean, for reals. Why would you I even mean, bother even showing think it? About you're going to cut like, out, yeah, like, a might, ton of stuff. You might as well make it a 20-minute fucking movie at that point. You know, come the fuck on. Yeah, like and I did not Debbie read Debbie Does book. Dallas on fucking t- TBS. Debbie Does um, Dallas. Oh, my God. Which I've seen. Anyhow, I've seen it. Um, I mean, 
Who hasn't? Come on. Oh, God. My mom we is went to never going to talk to me again. <laughs> Next time I see your mom, she's going to be like, you're the one. You're the one who did this to my daughter. Anyhow, <laughs> life. life. Um, no, I have to say, having, again, seen just the good parts of this movie, um, that this movie just is about a hundred times sexier than Fifty Shades of Grey. The sex scenes are better. Um, I, okay, so th- I this think they is have better not, oh yeah, but this is not like, they could not make a movie like this in America that's too prude. I mean, I know Netflix makes it, but like, it's a Polish, but I mean. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to show my hand. No, I'm not going to show my hand. Because <laughs> I'm going to, I was going to say it's racist. Like, it's more explicit than Fifty Shades of Grey. Like Fifty Shades the, of Grey has like explicit themes but the way that it is filmed well, okay, and the so, shots in particular is more explicit than Fifty Shades of Grey, I think. So there have been movies have had um, um, uh, uh, unsimulated sex scenes in the United States. Mainstream, quote unquote, mainstream movies. Those wouldn't uh, have mean, been rated X, though? Because I know they're NC-17. They're okay. unrated or NC-17. But this one so I think is rated R, R, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, for the most part, they're not going to be in like ma- major. You know, you're right. not going to see them in the theaters right. for the most part. Um, like um, one of the big ones that was released um, in theaters was um, oh shit, oh my god, Antichrist, Antichrist, which did have unsimulated sex in it, um, penetration. Um, uh, it was also fucking disturbing as fuck. Um, FYI, guys. Um, but so I guess it just depends. Yeah, I mean that's that's a normal thing for European countries. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. just like that's <clears throat> because they're more liberated. I think we talked about that a couple episodes. Yeah, ago, we did. But it's just different. Um, this this movie on IMDb gets rated three point two out of ten stars. Oh, <laughs> oh, is it subtitled? It is subtitled. Yes, and you would okay, not okay. be able. I mean, there's some English. But mm-hmm. he speaks Italian a lot, and she speaks mm-hmm. Polish, mm-hmm. and so and they speak English to each other. Mm-hmm. So like, that was the other drawback. I love I love foreign movies, but anymore, ain't nobody got time for that subtitles. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I had to read every single you know. I mean, yeah, even the English because their accents are very thick. So I, I have subtitles on all the time because I have my, my hearing loss. So yeah, I get it. Cool. Well, thank anyway, you. So, uh, if you are looking for some softcore porn, basically, <laughs> and who isn't, cruise on in. Because we're in a pepperoni roll. We are in so a pepperoni who roll. Isn't looking for some sort of stimulation of some sort. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, the gene or otherwise. The uh, now she is beautiful, and mm-hmm. the guy who I'm sorry, I don't know her name off the top of my head. Um, Something Polish. It's three. It's three words. Oh, um, she's got three names too. Yeah, Anna we Maria. Keep a track. Anna Maria. Oh, she's son of a bitch. It's like it's Eastern European. Anna Maria. There's like a bunch of weird vowels. Sikloka. I don't know. Okay. It's. I mean, she is Polish. So like, it's you know, she's beautiful. Yeah. He also beautiful. <laughs> Holy shit balls. He is Italian. <laughs> uh, Michelle Marone. Is his name, mm. and he is mm. super Michel hot. Michel, Anywho, um, we did say we'd be singing. 
Oh, fuck, it's... Oh, stronger than gayer than ever. Um, <laughs> all right, shall we take a brief, a brief respite? Yeah, and... <laughs> Yes, yes, we should. And then come back with Dirty English. Dirty English. We're back in two and two, bitches. Holla. That was awful. (laughs) I liked it. I'm the worst. Why am I like this? Why are you like what? You're fine. What are you talking about? (laughs) I am so annoying. No, you're, I've been fucking singing the whole episode so far. <laughs> Even when we went to break, I was singing in the goddamn break. I don't know. And I'm not even drunk. That's what's super we did, sad. We, we were having a Nelly discussion because Nelly is in this book. Hot shit. I'm going to. <laughs> we did, did, before we started recording, the two of us were trying to figure out Mm-hmm. The lyrics to country grammar. Like, the two of us were back and forth singing mm-hmm. on Zoom. We are losers. Like, no, no. We are the whitest people on the planet. That's what we it are. Is. We are the whitest people on this planet. I said, uh oh, there's my Caucasian showing. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing worse than a white person trying to rap. I mean, sorry, Macklemore. Oh, <laughs> or Eminem. I did have a thing where I was like obsessed with Eminem for a little while. Oh, duh. Yeah. When Green Call came out, of course. Oh, my God, right? Also, he's been all over TikTok this week because, um, like, Gen Z is trying to, quote, cancel him or whatever. And people are just like, bitch, no. Like, Why? Why? We did, I mean, he's, he's said some horrible they, things in the past, so. But this is the point. Like, they just found the Rihanna song that he did. Oh, Jesus Love the way Christ. you lie. And so they're all like, cancel Eminem. And people are just like, bitch, Listen. Eminem's first album cover was him, was inferring that he was burying his dead wife's body with their three-year-old in tow. Right. So, like, trust that literally nothing. nothing go, you, go watch the video for Stan and yeah, come back I mean, and talk to me. Or listen to, like, almost anything. Listen to Kim. Listen to Superman. Like, tr- oh. just trust that Eminem has been here longer than you've been alive. He's been pissing people right. off. Right. Longer than you've been alive. And I mean, Eminem's not going anywhere. One of his lyrics is literally like about how Fred Durst and um, Carson Daly had a fight about who Christina Aguilera yes. gave head to first. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. we all got over it. It's fine. We, yeah, we don't. It's fine. Uh, we don't support it, but we got over it. I was the whitest person it was also driving a long around. time ago. It was like it was a different time. I was literally the whitest person driving around thinking I was fucking the shit listening to Eminem with my windows rolled down. I was like... Uh Yeah, me in high school. Yeah, I was like... At the the same time, the next album that would come on my my five-disc changer in my car Uh was fucking in sync, like no strings attached. So Uh I was cool. I was cool. We were so cool. I saw in sync when I was 21 years old. With, (laughs) and I we we're laughing about this now, but this plays into it because I'm just gonna say it now before we start. I have no fucking idea what time period this book takes place in. It's very nebulous. It's not, um, and and for me, not in a good way. Just because I like to know what's happening. 
in time because I'm a history nerd. So I'm like, you can't tell me Nellie and make references to Hugh Grant being hot. There's also there's pink references. Like she she listens which to was two thousand one. I mean, Pink has come out with stuff since then, but, like, she yeah. was really big, like, she first came out then, like... Because mm-hmm. you were talking about Nellie and Pink? I mean... Right. I don't know anything about this author, so she might be our age. I don't know. Maybe. I saw a picture of her. I'm not sure how old she is, really. Well, that being said... I'm so bad at, like, knowing ages when I see people. Oh, oh. Me, especially... I'm terrible Working at that. with children, and I have no idea. I'm like, these kids look like they're, you know... Nine could be twenty-one. I have no idea. No I'm idea. A, I'm. They're I'm better so, at makeup than me. So like. Oh fuck me, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do a cat eye. I'm like, come on, or, or like the 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 wings. The what? Yeah, no. the wings. Well, I also don't have the eye shape for it. I think you have to have an eye shape for it. It doesn't. It looks stupid on me. It looks like. Same. It looks stupid on me too. I know. No. Should we talk about this book? We should. It's called Dirty English, and we yes. were super excited to read it. It is Dirty English, parentheses, British Bad Boys, book one, by Isla Madden Mills. I'm going to read you a little synopsis of the book. <clears throat> Sorry, I was preparing myself. A scarred fighter, a girl with rules, one night of unbridled passion. We're going to come back to that. Hold on. <laughs> There are three things you need to know about Elizabeth Bennet. <laughs> She's smart as a whip, always in control, and lives by a set of carefully crafted rules. She's learned the hard way that people you love the most always hurt you in the end. But then she meets Declan Bell- Blay, the new neighbor yeah. at her. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say Bay. The new neighbor <laughs> at her apartment complex, a tattooed British straight fighter. He's the campus bad boy she's supposed to avoid. But when she say when he saves her from a frat party gone bad, no, all her rules about sex and love fly out the window. She gives him one night of unbridled passion, but he longs for more. When only a cardboard thin wall separating their bedrooms, he dreams of possessing the vulnerable vulnerable girl next door forever. One night, too damaged heart, the passion of a lifetime. A modern love story inspired by Pride and Prejudice. There's a lot of things not right about that synopsis. <laughs> There's some inaccuracies there. For one, there is no unbridled passion one night. Mm-mm. No, and that makes it sound like it was they hooked up like right after the frat party and then did not. But happen. that's not what happened. Nope. And the other thing that did not happen was one the cardboard thin wall separate. No, not. I mean, yes, it does, but that doesn't play into any of it. Also, the frat party gone bad. It didn't really... really go bad. No. So, that... Also, FYI, guys, this takes place in the United States. Yeah, I assumed it would take Uh, place in England. It's called Dirty English, wouldn't you think? Right. But then... And there's a big fucking Union Jack on the cover. Yes. But you do learn that, like, that's his nickname. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's why it's called that. Which, you know, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, well, well, actually, like, what we usually do, so we do give a little bit of summary. So, I mean, to me, that is not a good summary. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's a little bit more. So, Elizabeth Bennett. So, mm-hmm. first. It, it legit is, her name. Her, let her legit her name. There's a lot of pride and prejudice. Um, um, uh, discussion? Discussion. And... 
But that's about as far as it and goes. And inferences. Like, inferences. they talk about it. Yeah, caricatures, but nothing. It I doesn't, mean, like, follow the storyline, no, I wouldn't say. No, In fact, I think one of the reviews was, like, totes not Pride Prejudice. <laughs> In agreed. It's um, her, it's, it's Elizabeth Bennett's favorite book. Right. And it's also his favorite book. Right. Because he's fucking perfect. And they do give his name. His name is Declan, right? Yeah, Declan yes. Blay. Um, so Declan Blay is a um, he, wannabe MMA UFC. Yeah, he want fighter. he wants to get into the UFC. Yeah, and he uh, when he starts the book, he owns. He's just bought his own gym. Elizabeth, they're all in college, and they are new neighbors. He's like a year older than her. He is like the senior impression year. I get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. We don't... His major is what? I don't know. We don't have a major on pretty much anybody, but... So Declan's also a twin. Yes. His twin, Dax, is a... He's a psych major. Psych major. Psych. Um, But But I think that's the only one that we really know. One of them I thought was a lit major. I thought Declan was a lit major. He might be. But we don't, we're not given. These are specifics that maybe would be pertinent to the story, but we're not given. (laughs) Uh, um, I literally have no idea what anybody was actually there for school at. Um, But she is an artist. And that almost made me think that that was what her major is. She's a jewelry designer. Yeah, but I'm like, I can't imagine that's what her degree is in. No, I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, and she's taking a lit class in her junior year. I'm like, that does not how that works. Um, unless you're in that major or it's pertaining to your major, you're not going to... That's going to be something you take your freshman there year. There were some some things with the college story that didn't... I guess we can get into that we'll later. We'll get... Yeah. You know, the best way to think of this book when we came out of this was... Mm-hmm. It's a new adult romance. Let's just go yeah, from there. Yeah, it is. It's a new it's adult, a new adult romance. romance. Which I've been out of the new adult <laughs> age frame for a long time. I so, wasn't good at new adulting when I was a new adult. Oh, Jesus, no. Um, hmm, no. Um, don't remember a lot of any of that because um, I went to a Catholic college. Um, I didn't, but still. Like, yeah. I did not have... Um, I should yeah. have, I should have had more fun in college. Let's just put it that way. I had too much fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and any of my friends who remember me from college will probably agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's if you think about this book as if it were an episode of One Tree Hill, I'm going to date myself and say <laughs> Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. or. 90210. You had brought up the Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries, Riverdale, Mm -hmm. any Mm -hmm. of these newer like CW shows. Yeah. That's where we're at. I mean, it's very much like that actually helped me like place it and helped me enjoy it more because like I am not a new adult. So (laughs) I've been an adult for a while. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not that I'm good at adulting, but like. I'm not. I know I'm not. No, I'm but, not. But, so, I hate to say this, but I came into this book 
immediately turned off because one, it was new adult. And I was like, oh fuck, ain't nobody got time for this. And it was college. <laughs> it was set in a college. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. In an American college. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. In North Carolina. <laughs> in North Carolina, which I love North Carolina. Yes, I love North Carolina. I lived in Charlotte for a little bit. But I was like, nope. But when you do, so everybody, and, and there's nothing against, against, I mean, the writer is fine. So, I mean, I hate to be yeah, there. No, I'm like conning fine. it right away, but I'm just saying like, that's where my mindset was. And I was like, you know what? There was like, there was a couple scenes where were so like over the top and a little dramatic. I was like, you know what? This reminds me of a One Tree Hill episode or. Right. So then when you think of it like that, then you're like, oh, well, this tracks that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, you know? well, now I kind of like it because... Right. These are 20-year-olds. Right. Yes. These are 20-year-olds right. who are like... We have no care in the world right now. Right. Yes. Because they don't right. have to... They don't have fucking bills. Got it. Yeah. Oh, job they have to fucking Well, at to. least, like, the friend didn't. I mean, I feel like Elizabeth yeah. was more understanding of, like... Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because she came from nothing. Well, that's the other... Okay, so... All right. And the other thing we're going to go right into this, and this is going to be a con, but I think you and I are on the same page with this, is there was no trigger warning. Yeah, there needs to be a trigger book. warning on this book. There's so much discussion of sexual assault and rape. Like, there the needs to be a fucking... The first chapter is... Literally, the opening chapter is... Is her getting assaulted. Her, yeah. Or just after she's assaulted. Like, her right. waking up and realizing what has happened. Yeah. I mean... It... it <laughs> trigger warnings for this book are... Rape, sexual assault, and um, attempted suicide. So. Right. So just just so you have it in your back pocket for that. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth um, has a lot going on, and she's from the wrong side of the tracks, as mm-hmm. they would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, you know, grew up very poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so Literally in a trailer park. In a trailer park um, with her grandmother. Her father's in prison. No, her mom. Oh, her mom. Oh, was her. There. Oh, but her grandmother was around. Yes. Yeah, you're right. yeah. In fact, after she tried to kill herself, I think her mom, her grandmother, passed away very shortly mm-hmm. after. Um, but so we've got. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going yeah. on with Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. We don't see a lot of that early stuff. Um, we are seeing a very small snippet of time in Elizabeth's life. So yeah. you're trying to infer a lot from this very small snippet of time. So, and then on it's Declan's, only like two months. I think the book takes place yeah. over like two months because the, the assault happens mm-hmm. pr- like prom night. Mm-hmm. And then a, like you fast forward two or three years. Yeah. Three years, I think. Um, cause she's a junior. I think she's a junior. Yeah. But I think it's still said she was 20. Which would be a junior. 18, yeah. 19, 20. Yeah. 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 You're right. So it's yeah. probably like two and a half years, like, yeah. because it's the beginning of the school year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, a lot of happens in those three years that we, and you really don't get a, a vibe on her. Um, Declan and, and Dax, his, his, um, twin, twin on the other hand have moved, were, were pretty much moved here. I think when he said when he was 14. Yeah. I, something like that maybe. Yeah. Because his mother passed away. His mother, mm-hmm. um, ended up having a one night stand with an ambassador and, um, she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And she died of cancer. And then the day that of her funeral, her his father, who is an American, comes and pretty much takes them and yeah. brings them back to America. And he, they both have a very Dax, not so much. Declan has a more contentious, contentious 
contemptuous relationship with the father, mm-hmm. um, who ends up being a nice guy at the end. Yeah, he does have he you know, he's his heart's in the right place, or at least he does good things in the he end. He does good things. <laughs> he does good things. Um, yeah. But they have a half sister, and which they kept calling her stepsister. I was like, that's half sister. But it seems like they're half. It seems like it would be a half sister. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be because he talks about how the the father didn't marry the mother and went home because he already had a family in the United States. That's nice. Yeah, so... <laughs> that, that, why are men this week? <laughs> <laughs> and why are men? We had that text exchange numerous times. Why are men? Why are men? Um, why are men? Um, so that's pretty much setting it up. Uh, yeah. Do you think any more needs needed? No, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to go into our compliment sandwich? Yes. Okay, go for it, lady. <sighs> You're gonna take, you're, I mean, you're going to take my top bun, and it's going to be fine. I know, I know. But it's fine. We'll share the top bun, which is <laughs> Declan. Yes, yes, yes. God, yes. Declan is awesome. Declan is, like, almost perfect. Almost. He, he is sweet and kind and caring and protective of her. Mm-hmm. He's British, which, like, takes that up a few notches. Right. He is ambitious. He wants to be in the UFC. He is only really using street fighting which like this underground network of which like illegal fights in order to fund his gym like that's the reason he's doing it can we pause for a second i just want to ask elizabeth had an issue with the fighting why because her father killed someone in in like a fight a bar fight and he's in jail okay sorry yeah okay yeah that's so elizabeth has an issue (laughs) unpause um (laughs) So Elizabeth has an issue with the fighting. She's not down with that. She doesn't mm-hmm. like men who use their fists. Um, right. But, I mean. She gets you over know, it. She gets over it. Because um, it's fucking Declan. Because it's fucking Declan. And also, he's, like, I can only imagine to be super hot. Like, she she says that he is beautiful. Like, on many, many occasions, mm-hmm. she talks about how beautiful he is. Like, he, I think Shelly, the friend, like, describes him as, like, poetry in motion he's i mean he's very fit Mm -hmm. he is ripped also um he loves pride and prejudice his favorite fucking book um again very possibly perfect yeah very like very very close to being perfect agreed i mean he as as someone Someone on TikTok, I cannot remember what video this was. It may have been something from um, Savage Mom Life. But one of the comments that I read this week was, I would climb over my husband's dead body to get to that (laughs) man. Someone else, FYI, commented below and said, (laughs) someone else commented below and said, he doesn't have to be dead. Just a body. Just a body. It could be unconscious. It's fine. <laughs> he could be completely conscious. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he wants to join in. That's fine, too. What? Fine, too. What? Yeah. I mean, like, and I would not. I love you, baby. Um, but, like, <laughs> Declan really <laughs> is amazing. Like, he... It was really funny. Is like, he's supposed to be Darcy. Guess what? He's not Darcy because... No. You're talking to one of the craziest Pride and Prejudice fans. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm a big fan. There are obviously crazier. Pride Both and of us fans. have read Pride and Prejudice mm-hmm. many times. I mean, right now it, it has been for the 
many, many years tied with North and South by Elizabeth oh, Gaskell. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because to me, North and South is pride and prejudice with the unions. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same yeah. sort of setup. I mean, literally mm-hmm. the same setup. But Declan, as much as I think he's fantastic, he's not Darcy. He's not Darcy. He's not Darcy. Because you don't hate Declan at any point in this book. Nope. At and no point in this book do you no. hate Declan. Not one points, fucking time. There's point in Pride and Prejudice that you don't like Darcy. Yeah. yeah Especially yeah. in the beginning when he fucking turns Elizabeth down mm-hmm. and, you know, makes fun of the sisters. And I mean, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things. And then when he proposes in spite of himself, Matthew McFadden in the rain. What? <sighs> oh. That's, I think Darcy is the reason I love the word arduous. I have tried and oh, oh my god I just think of <laughs> okay so yes I do love Colin Firth's Darcy of course it's like my favorite it's my first Darcy it's, I mean it's, it's canon it's canon Darcy however Matthew McFadden's Darcy is pretty fucking baller when he proposes to her the first time in there in that like outdoor oh yeah thing mm-hmm. like and it's, it's raining, raining mm-hmm. and he goes in and after he, like they fucking go after each other yet they still want to make like they still go in to kiss each other it is the hottest they might as well be naked and fucking each other it's so hot it's so hot it's like pre-porn oh so when you put in your synopsis that it is Based on Pride and Prejudice, I better or fucking at least see something. Yeah, yeah, I better see something. But anyhow, I, I digress. I don't think he's like Darcy, but no, like, he's not. He's not. But he's fantastic. He's a great he's hero. Amazing. He's yeah. A great Declan hero. is awesome. Because like even he recognizes at the first party that like the frat party gone awry, which is bullshit. Um, it doesn't really go awry. It doesn't. It's his brother. She a, does have a panic attack, but like it's not. And it's not even like a full blown attack. She just she starts to get upset. She's, she's freaking out a little bit. A little bit. Um, but it's PTSD related. Yeah. Um, but he is a gentleman the whole time. Like he's yeah. a gentleman, even when she. <sighs> She just pretty much propositions him, and he's like, ah, yes. no, not happening. Not. Yes. And he is a gentleman because, through the whole fucking book, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Because Elizabeth, except when you don't want him to be. What? <laughs> Matt's um, in, a, <laughs> in a fighting arena. What? Um, so Elizabeth, Elizabeth only does one night stance. She does not... Um, she doesn't she want a relationship. She puts herself in some dangerous situations. She does. Yeah, yeah. she does. Um, yeah. But she only wants to do one night stands and won't repeat. And um, does not, she has no desire to fall in love. She, that scares the hell out of her. She doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything about like her rules that are inferred are one night stands and I will not develop feelings for anyone. It's one night they come to my place so I can be completely in control. I'm on top and he leaves and I never talk to him again. Like those are basically the rules. Yeah. Those are my rules. 
kidding, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which Declan is like, I don't want those rules. Which, again, make him a good guy. Mm-hmm. So, you still my pro. Um, I know. I'm sorry. I knew I would, but, like, how could I, knew, I not? I knew. I knew. I knew. Because, I mean, I can't say Dax, but, I mean, it's just Declan, but squared. Um, so, what I'm going to say is gonna, you're going to hate me forever is... This because I don't Untrue. know. Untrue. You could because literally doesn't matter what you're about to say. I'm not gonna get you forever. <laughs> I don't know when the fuck this book takes place. Yeah. I'm gonna say this reminds me of 2001, <laughs> pre um 9/11. Let's just say that. How about like yeah. nine, 2000? Let's just say 2000. Um, because of the music, like that the they music, talk about. and yeah. I think about like that time period, and that is when I was watching. Uh, I didn't really watch Montreal Hill, but I watched Dawson's Creek. I watched Roswell. I watched all of those like tweeny mm-hmm. shows at that mm-hmm. time. Cause like the girls in the dorm and I, or like, in our apartment would what, sit down every week and fucking watch these shows. So mm-hmm. it brings me back to a point where I was like, that was fun. That was fun mm-hmm. being an undergrad and doing right. these, like these things that these girls yeah. should be doing, not trying to kill themselves and worry about that is sexual something assault. that she talks about is like, she's trying to live a normal life. Like she's she brings really, really trying she does. She watched. Oh, that's right. She watches Downton Abbey. Okay, so I, Which I don't mean to go into comments new. right away, but right, like, so this is what was throwing me off. I kept texting V and being like, "What the fuck here is this?" Because for <laughs> once, it was like Nelly and Pink, <clears throat> which were big. They were both big in two thousand. Talking about yeah. butterfly charms and necklaces, which were big in two thousand. Right. I mean. They talk about a sex symbol, a British sex symbol being Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. Right. And who was the other one? The other one was somebody older, uh, too. Oh, God, I can't remember now. It wasn't Sean Bean. It was, was like it? literally in the same sentence. It was like Hugh Grant or, and now I can't remember who it is. Oh, fuck. Because I texted it to you. But I was yeah. like, those so people are both 60 years old. Right. For reference, Downton Abbey was on from 2010 to 2015. There's just no way this could have been 2010. There's just no way, <laughs> which is fine. You want to you want to throw it back. I don't know how old this author was, but and I know you want to make it timeless. But I need a touchstone of some sort. You can't talk about Nelly. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't talk about a fucking razor phone. <laughs> Actually, that's something. That's a Nokia. Not... Oh my god. And that was bothering Remember, me who the other British person was. I don't know. I mean, you would have texted it to me, but, like, we text so much that I... I know. It's gone. It's gone. It's lost it's, to the ether It's forever. lost to the ether. I'm never going to be able to find that. There's no possible way. Oh, wait. Way. Hold on. I have it. I have it. Um, Jude Law. Jude Law is Jude in Law. his fucking 50s. That's right. I love Jude Law. I find him attractive, but I'm 40, so I'm allowed to. <laughs> I don't find Hugh Grant attractive anymore. Um... But yeah, so um, that was my pro is like remembering back to my college days. And I was like, well, I did have yeah. fun. And that was I nice. Like, yeah, thinking back to um, like With the no care in the world. Yeah. I mean, we like my friends and I used to there was a the the pizza part, like where they all kind of go out for oh, pizza yeah. to like the student, but it's like also with the student, student union. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had a pizza hut in our student union. Mm-hmm. And so we would, um, like breadsticks with marinara mm. all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. we were the fattest. <laughs> 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 
Oh, so many carbs. Most I mean, of us join club crew just to like fucking. <laughs> Just to like get eat all the carbs we could. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, oh my god, like it was just. But I thought about that, like sitting in, Mm -hmm. like the student union with my friends after class, eating fucking breadsticks. We knew all the drink specials at all the bars in the area. We knew which ones had quarter drafts. We which knew had one dollar Long Islands. Yep. Yeah, of course. I mean, we knew like which. Dirty restaurants were too dirty to eat at. I once saw someone smoking crack on a dance floor. <laughs> Happened. Happened. Uh, one of my friends worked at uh, a restaurant for like a little bit. And she was like, please don't eat there because I literally watched cockroaches crawl across the floor in the kitchen. <laughs> I had a friend who worked at Chi Chi's. If I remember Chi Chi's before oh, closed. Oh, Chi They would get high during their lunch breaks. Shocking. Place. That's like, I would say pretty common in restaurants. I mean, right? I mean, again, not shocking that, that Chi-Chi's like, closed. <laughs> I, but I also say that as like a person who used to work in a restaurant and mm-hmm. also like a person who has, has known many people who've worked in restaurants mm-hmm. or still work in restaurants. So like. Right. Not a shocker. It's just not shocking is all I'm saying. No, no. Anyway, um, should we move on to cons or like the meat of the sandwich? Yeah, I mean. Okay, so now New Adult is not my fave, and mainly because I just I'm old man, and like, <laughs> it's hard to relate. It's hard. It to is. Relate. It's hard to relate because for me, and again, like some people love New Adult, and that's fine. Like this is a reason I won't read Young Adult anymore. Like I, no, unless I'm done. it's something I'm like done. John Green, I might read occasionally. But like, no. I mean, I read The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> Ray is not on board, and that's fine. But I I'm not sad that we stuck a new adult romance on here. No, but no, like, no, no. But it's not, and I didn't hate. You got to be in the headspace. No, no, I yeah. didn't either. I enjoyed the book. I mean, truthfully, yeah. like I did. Yeah. But like, it's you not. Headspace. You got to be in the headspace. At least for me, I needed. Oh. Once you were like, it's like the Vampire Diaries. I was like, again, never watched that show, but like that makes sense to me. Like putting it back in that context, yeah, yeah, yeah. made more sense to me. Where then I could be like, oh right, like these. In my mind, I'm just expecting, like, adults, but they're not. I mean, they're college students. Like, yeah. they are still kind of children. Right. So you're, t- you're taking the, in what would be a regular adult novel, you're taking the, um, and I don't say importance, but the, the pressure off. Mm-hmm. In the dire circumstances that sometimes <laughs> adults are like, oh, I got fucking bills, man. Right. Well, and like the maturity aspect. I mean, you can't yes. expect a 20-year-old character to be as mature as a 30-year-old character. You just can't. The right. life experience between those, no matter how hard the first 22 years of your life were, you're still not 30 years old. Like, it's just, it's different. The amount of things that you go through between 22 and 30 mm-hmm. are super, super different. Um, it's just, it's a different lifetime. Like, so Mm -hmm. I'm, once I got in the right headspace, I was better off. Mm -hmm. Um, but something that I would have liked to have seen more of, and I think this book is kind of short. It's only like 250 pages. Right. Right. And that's, that's to a sentiment too. Yeah. I think if it were with an, we've said before on the show that I, I get annoyed when a book is less, a romance novel is less than 300 pages because I'm like, it really takes you like 300 pages to me, in my opinion, mm-hmm. in order to get into each character mm-hmm. and understand each character and then have a happy, like some sort of resolution 
to the storyline. Agreed. Um, So for me, with another 50 pages, I could have seen more of the personal growth in Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Because I would have liked to have seen more of her realizing I don't have to let this one experience in my life destroy the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I can... Because that that one experience on prom night not only destroyed her love life or any possibility of one, but it also completely stole her... Like, she talks about how it ripped all of the creativity out of her body Mm -hmm. and how, like, she doesn't make jewelry anymore, Mm -hmm. but she loved it. And I would have liked to have seen her find that creativity again. And she does. She does, but not like. But to it's the point. not very like. It's, it's not a journey. On, no, like, it's, it's touched just, on very lightly. Yeah, and then also like at one point, her friend Shelly, like on her behalf without telling yeah. her, I'd be so fucking pissed. I would be so pissed. Like, sends old drawings of hers to a jeweler to yep. like sell her shit. Which works out, but like is, but I would have liked to have had more build up to that kind of thing, and then me, some oh, sorry, more like her re um, recapturing that like need or drive to create pieces again. Right. I mean, we need. Okay, so, yes. I mean, there needs to be the catharsis of it, and there's not that. We don't see the... How... Okay, and I guess this is where my con's going to come in, and this is where I started to talk about before, and I said I'm just going to hold off, is you and I have read so many fucking books about sexual assault in the last month. So many. And let me just say, when I started this book, I was pissed. I was pissed because I thought... For one, when <laughs> I think I've, I've, I will, we have, we have recorded an episode. We've got one in the bag. We talk yeah. about this more. So I'm not going to, I'm going to say it now, but you're going to hear more it's about gonna it. It's going to come back. Other, is that I'm a sexual assault a survivor. Um, and <sighs> this to me, for it to be one, no trigger warning on it. Two, to be the first fucking chapter of the book. Was disturbing. Yeah, just absolutely opened it. Like, yep, yep. Especially since my experience was very similar to what the experience was in this book. Well, one yeah, of my experiences like, of fun in this book but really like, hit home hard yep, quickly. Hit home hard, and so you've already got me at a disadvantage. You already have yeah. me pissed off that this is where I'm starting. Yeah. Then you throw in a suicide. Which is kind of glossed over at first. Exactly. Which is, yeah. well, pretty much through the whole fucking book. Let's just, let's She be only talks honest. about it. She talks about Tangentially. it one time. Tangentially. Exactly. Yeah. Which I'm like, bitch, that's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. Again, it's like another 50 pages might have been, might have served well. Almost to the point where you're like, why even add these pieces? Mm-hmm. Can he just be a jerk? Yeah. Could he have just done a carry? And, you know embarrassed her at prom. Yeah. Why did he have to sexually assault her? 
Yeah. That's and where in, I... Sp- and in such, like, a... Horrific manner. Yeah. Horrific manner that ruined her in the town that she lived in. Yes. And then that's just forgiven. Not even forgiven. Like glo- like you said, glossed over. I should be, like, forgotten. That's what I should say. Forgotten as much forgiven, because he's never forgiven. No. Um, was... To me, um, it took a lot away from anybody who is a victim of sexual assault. Is downplaying their experience a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I get it. Um, Again, I think having a trigger warning is a mm-hmm. big deal. It's Having a trigger warning of sexual assault is not deal breaker to no, me. No, I just want to fucking know so that when I literally open my Kindle to the first page of the book and I'm reading like an account of someone waking up from like an mm-hmm. experience she does not recall. Right. That is like, again, hits close to home for me. So mm-hmm. like... I wanted. I would have liked to have known that because right. it was. It was and, a lot. It was a lot to take that that, and that's the prologue. Like that's right before the book begins. You know, so like right. having that at the very very fucking beginning was just. Right. It almost made me like we were texting back and forth. Like I maybe this was a bad idea. And I'm not in the in the end. I didn't hate the book at all, no, and I enjoyed no. the book. And it wasn't it wasn't like gratuitous. It was there, no, as a part of her character development. And I get that, but like to a fo- to a point, and that's sure. where I'm going to come. Could in it and have say, been? Could it have been a different device? Could something like you were saying? Right. Like, could he have just embarrassed her or something? Probably. You know, like, does it really have to be always violence against women? And that's, yes, that's where we're, we're, you and I are, I think, on the same page on this is like, guys, okay, let's just say that every writer out there right now who's writing a book, who's putting together their notes on something, and we have, both of us have read numerous articles in the last couple Mm -hmm. of weeks because we've had to deal with this on a number of different books. Yes. Sexual assault has become very popular <laughs> in books, in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the plot of many romance, more so in um, crime novels, which mm-hmm. disturbs yeah. me to no end, but which I don't read too many. I, I like thrillers. I like romantic thriller, thrillers. Like I love Lin, Lin, um, Linda Howard, but I mean, I don't read them too often because of that fucking trope. Right. Because but, like maybe we don't want to... Relive our lives. Re, maybe we don't want to relive. Like one of the reasons that we like romance is maybe because it helps us escape. Right. So like, <laughs> and it, it yes, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're putting this, that those scenes in a book, I implore you. Does this one further the plot? Two. Does this enhance? Do, does the character grow from it? Is it yeah. in? Indicative to what the character goes through. Three, is it gratuitous? Yeah. Does Four, it need to be there? Does it need to be there? Yeah. Because I'm sorry, part of me thinks that this didn't need to be there. And that's just my own opinion. Because like I said with the suicide, 
we gloss, we, we pretty much gloss over it. I mean, she mentions it twice. When she's finally coming clean to Declan, that's like the only time she talks about it. And to me, Otherwise, why it's, even and put like it in there? it's like two sentences. I mean, it's not. Why even put it in there? And so what could have been, for me, a, a much better book to me, as I would have enjoyed it a whole heck of a lot more if I didn't have this. You, you could have had her do anything. Like, she it didn't have to be sexual assault. It could have been her mom was a, you know, her dad was a drunk. That's, you know, even that's still horrible, too. But, you know, or doesn't... He's a murderer. <laughs> He's a murderer. I mean, that's bad enough. I mean, can't she just hate men because her, mom, is, her dad's a burner? And is, her mom is a piece of shit. Shit. Yeah. So can't we just go off of that? Why does she have to get sexually assaulted too? And she puts herself in dangerous situations that I'm going to tell you, as a sexual assault survivor, I wouldn't put myself in. I, I would not. So part of it is also, guys, if you're writing this, also do some research. I hate that because I said this in the last episode too, but please, I implore you because for those who have gone through it, it's not, it, it, it cheapens what, not cheapens, that's not the word I want to say. It downplays what we went through. And I will say, like, there, women uh, work through it differently. I know women who, I know women who need alcohol in order to mm-hmm. have sex. Yep. Or like they did at some point, maybe yeah. they don't anymore, but like for or a long time. Now, who are now not with a, a male. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are like uh, with, uh, what, what was the shit? What was the name of the book? Um, the Rachel Higginson book with um, Oh, uh, um, oh. Shit. The one that we read that was about um, just, Ezra's sister. Yes. I Why can I it. not fucking remember the name, any of this right now? So, okay, it's called The Something About Her. Um, yeah. That's the name of the book. And at the current moment, it starts with a D. That's, that, that's Dylan. Yes, Dylan, God damn Dylan, it. Dylan. So Dylan's book. And, um, and, and Van. Dylan and Van um, in The Something About Her, which is by Rachel Higginson, and is an excellent book. It um, is we've spot recommended on. it. Mm-hmm. It's spot on. Um, I We recommend that, of course, with the trigger warning of sexual assault. Um, but like her, Dylan's character dealt with that by not literally not having sex with anyone for like six solid years. Mm-hmm. Literally. So there's two ends of the spectrum there where some survivors just stop having sex because they can't, it's too triggering. It's too traumatizing. And then there are some who in order to enjoy it, have to have their minds at least be partially mm-hmm. distracted by alcohol or you drugs did. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be, be dulled to some mm-hmm. extent. Mm-hmm. So I, I respect and understand that, that everyone copes with that trauma differently. Um, but I, I don't know, as a woman, like, I don't, I wouldn't want to bring men back to my apartment because then they know where I live. Right. 
But also you don't want to go to their apartment because then what if you can't leave? You know, I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I just, her, her whole thing with, she, so what she would do is she'd find the person in class that was like the quietest, wasn't she? She'd find Mm -hmm. somebody who was like unassuming. She never found a good looking guy. Yeah. She She specifically did not want extremely attractive men. Or wealthy people. Right. She wanted and, everything that, like, the person who assaulted her was not. And right. he was wealthy. He's the son of a senator. Um, and very, like, beautiful. Which I get. I mean, again, not something that I think about. Like, it's not something yeah. that's a criteria no. for me right. anymore. Right. Like, so, again, you know, ugh, okay. Um, but... So so, which makes it even kind of creepier. I don't, there's something creepy about it to me. It's just. But again, she's 20 and had like, and had no one. Her father's in yeah. prison. Her mom is a fucking basket case. Yeah. So she only had like other And a grandmother who died. Yeah. And her grandmother's dead. So like she only had other 18 year olds to lean on. She had Shelly and she had Blake and that was which, it. There's no, there's no support system. Like, I mean, yeah, Shelly and Blake really, are there, but they don't really. But again, they're 18 year olds. Like right. how. And there's no, they don't understand what she went through. No. There's no, I, we don't talk about her getting therapy. No. So well, how would like, she have had a support system to get therapy? Right. So it's like, so, there's a lot going on. That's like. It's a lot for a 20 year old to handle. I mean, we're talking about like a new adult novel. That's, that's a lot for a 20 year old to be dealing with. In a 200 page book. Yeah. I mean, this should be to get into and you could do easily make this a 350 page book to do justice for what, Oh, easily. I was going to say 400. I mean, to do justice for what the character needs to to happen Mm -hmm. to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's my, that's, that's my con. It's pretty the biggest con for me. It was like, I mean, I texted you, and I was like, oh, just fucking buckle up, man. Buckle the fuck up. I mean, all of that being said, I don't... And the episode that we've already recorded that will come out at the end of the month, um, I kind of talked about this as well. I, I know that romance really, in general, or at least in the last couple decades, has, like, shied away from assault stories. Um, At least in, like, the the real time version of it. Like mm-hmm. if it's discussed as part of the story that is currently the happening. Current, yeah. The present. Yeah. Day. Like the mm-hmm. current plot plot line or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very dulled. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, if we don't talk about it, then it gives the abusers power. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not opposed to no. assault being in the storyline, but as you were saying, it needs to serve a purpose. It needs to not just be a device that moves the plot along, but be like a thing that the character needs to be dealing with and shows. Um, I like that growth. Yeah, it shows growth. I like that um, if women read it. And they're like, oh, so I'm not alone in this. Yeah. I, there, something that I wanted to bring up, I don't know that I effectively discussed it, but something that I think is really important to me as a person who has been through this is like being able to go through this horrible, shitty ordeal 
and then being able to process it, get the support you need, and then still like live a happy life, regardless of what that means, whether you are living that, yes, like living that life single, living that life in a relationship, living that life married or in a polyamorous relationship or whatever that means to you, that you can find a way to live a healthy, happy life after that horrific, fucking awful event happened to you. That's the happy ending to me. Finding a way to be healthy and happy on your own Mm -hmm. is important to me. And I want women to see that. I want women to read these stories and be like, that that character was able to figure it out. And yes, she is fictional, but but art imitates life. So, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I would really, really like to read a book that does not include sexual assault next time. Like, can, we I just, really, can we just look I that? just want a fucking break. Like, I right. cannot, I just want a break. I mean, this one was more, this, I mean, the other one that we, we were talking about, we keep referring to, it's, it, it's not gratuitous. It mm. does, it furthers the plot and it is yes. about the emotional, like, how this character comes back from that. Yes. Like how it, they are mended, how they are, they heal from it. And this how is, it has fucked her life right. completely. This is just like, here it is. Yeah. Deal. It's like, yeah. I don't, I don't need a deal. I'm good. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I have sought the therapy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got the therapy. Cause FYI, guess what else I read is enemies to lovers. What? <sighs> Um, so I hate to say it, but I do have another con and I brought it up. I feel like such a bitch. I'm going to do this every guys. Guess what? FYI. Every time that I have too many cons, I'm just going to be like, I'm such a fucking bitch, but I'm the bitch. She's the nice one. She's forgiving. I'm not. Um, we had this discussion earlier. I said, yeah. no, I have mental illness. And I said, no, you're just <laughs> forgiving. I'm just a full good bitch. So don't put pride and prejudice inspired by based on thought about <laughs> because of thought about <laughs> referred to when your story has nothing to do with pride and prejudice it really doesn't i mean if you squint real hard and clench your asshole maybe it does <laughs> but sorry just because you put elizabeth nicole Bennett, which we have a friend named Nicole, and I love her I dearly. I love her. We love her dearly. But I don't FYI, have a problem with the name. I don't have a problem. It just doesn't go together. It's not what they would have named fucking Elizabeth Bennett. Her name would have been Elizabeth, like Catherine Bennett, or oh, something probably, back then. Probably. Yeah, or something along. She wouldn't have probably played. No, she would have had like four names: Elizabeth probably. Calliope Bennett. Anyhow, um, yes. So you you can't. You can't put that it's based on it when it doesn't fucking have anything to do with Pride and Prejudice. I mean, it really doesn't. You're, you're, you're shoehorning it, and it's not working. It, it was a selling point for us, like, in that we yep. wanted to, it made yep. us want to read it. Yeah. But it was not. Bridget Jones, you are not. <laughs> that being said, I really didn't dislike the book. Oh, no. I keep saying that. Like, uh, these are cons, but that's how this works. It's a compliment sandwich. Yeah, it's a compliment sandwich. Right. We're going to talk about good stuff in a second here, okay? 
Yeah, bitches. Settle down. Get up a goddamn back. Okay. Um, but, yeah, because even after, like, I kept going, okay, so is this character Jane? Yeah, we had that. Charlotte? We had text discussions a lot about that. And when like, I finished, I was like, oh, so that's Charlotte. Yeah. And that's Collins. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, where's the Wickham? There needs to be, I guess, is Wait. is Brody the Wickham? Oh, God, I'm going to have to with the fuck Pride is Prejudice is? again. Colby the Cheese, is he just, just rewatch the one that with Kira Knightley and Matthew McFadden. Oh, I mean, cause I, I will. again, I love the one with Colin Firth, but who ain't, who got sick? Who's, who's got six hours, man. Right. And actually something that, um, that we talked about before we even really started, like you open the book or the Kindle. Oh um, yes. This should have been, this should have been flag, red flag. Number one. Red flag. <laughs> um, so the, I guess I'd have to see how the movie is like credited, you know, how, like mm-hmm. what the full title of the movie is. Look up what the full title of that Karen Knightley version is, okay. because I know it's just Pride and Prejudice, but yeah, is it? So the the quote at the beginning is "You have bewitched me, body and soul," which <laughs> is the beginning of then him saying, "I love, I love, oh, I love, love you, I, I, oh. I love you." you oh God! In in the way he just stutters. Yes. Oh. His little eyelid flutter. Like, I just can't fucking handle it. And so that is the quote at the beginning. But correct me if I'm wrong, that does, that's not nope. the original text. Tis not. No. He says, if, if your feelings have ha, are remained unchanged, please mm-hmm. tell me and I will speak no more of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, he does not say anything like that. No, it is just Pride and Prejudice 2005. Yeah, so the thing is I love that quote from that movie. That is like... I burn for you. Yeah, that's basically I burn for you. I mean, it is just, that is old English, I burn for you. And it's just like I mean... (sighs) But again, that should have been our red flag. Like, this is not going to be Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) Nope. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, there. Well, and the and in the same, there are so many Pride and Prejudice like um, so many like takes on it. Isn't there yeah. like Pride and Prejudice and zombies or some shit? Like, I mean, which I fucking love. I've did seen, you like I've it? Seen, I didn't. See I've it. seen the movie and I've listened to the audiobook, and they're both amazing. They're funny. They're really funny. Actually, honestly, I actually kind of love the ending of the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies because really? it's like yeah, because. Fucking Elizabeth Bennett is a badass in that movie because she I mean, learns, she beats the, sh- like she saves Mr. Darcy. Like he's like overcome by zombies. She fucking pulls his ass up, puts him on a horse. She and him and the horse jump a huge, like fucking, oh, it's amazing. I, I, I 100% need to watch. You need to watch it. It's great. I'll watch that. It's great. It'll it's probably great. take me three installments, but I will. It's like steampunk. <laughs> It's like steampunk. It's great. I mean, it's great. And there's a sense of sensibilities and sea monsters. I've not read that one. Oh my but God. I, I love it. I mean, again, I've said before on this podcast, I fucking love the Mormon version of Pride and Prejudice. Come oh God, on. Lily James is in that movie? Yeah, she's, isn't she Elizabeth? <gasps> she's Elizabeth. She's amazing in it. I love the guy who plays Darcy. I don't know what his name is. He's cute. Sam Riley. That's yeah, he's adorable. He wears a like a fucking leather duster for most of it. Oh, yeah. Um uh Lena Head- Headley plays um Lady Catherine de Berg. Oh god. Okay. 
she also was kind of dating Pedro Pascal for a little while. Then oh, she married some I other guy. I know how you feel about him. Oh, how I feel about him in my loins. But what? My it's on Amazon Prime. I can rent it on Amazon Prime. Oh, totally. Just it's great. It's great. It's Pride and Prejudice, but fucking dead people. Um, I mean, that's great. You know, it's fine. Yep. And the guy who plays Bing was pretty cute too. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Who plays Jane? Jane is played by Bella Heathcote. Oh, she's cute. She's cute. So that's my. Other, I'll yeah, watch it. I mean, do you want to go to the uh, the bottom bun? Yeah, we should. Bottom buns. Um, so my bottom bun is the dragonfly and the significance of the dragonfly. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really sweet. Um, I can't. I don't know if I really want to. Do we want to say what it? I guess it doesn't really give anything away. Well, I already said his, his mom died, so. Yeah, so um, he he kind of explains it more. I won't go into full detail about it, but Declan loves dragonflies and um, and feels that whenever he sees a dragonfly, it's like his mother's spirit because his mother loved dragonflies. Mm-hmm. So whenever he sees one, he feels like his mom is there, like touching base with them. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I loved that. I thought that was very sweet. It was prevalent. It played a role through the entire... Also made me think of 2001. What? Yeah, right, because butterflies. Um, but it played a role even, like, in the um, in the chapter switches, how it would switch back and forth between yeah. oh, his perspective and hers. Her, yeah. There were dragonflies in hers, and then his was a Union Jack flag. So, yeah. um, I, I mean... I, I enjoyed that. I thought it was cute. It kept coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed that part. Also, just, you know, Declan. So, I thought you were going to take this one, but I'm going to take it. I fucking love Dax. Yeah, I do. I also love Dax. Yeah. So, it's it's like <laughs> it's like a Mr. Hyde to Declan's Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Dax is the bad half of Declan uh-huh. but uh-huh. in a good way he's like yeah he's still a good person he's yeah, a good he's, person he's just like he's a scumbag a little bit but kind of a good scumbag well he's a fuck boy I mean like he's, oh he's a rent boy exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like I mean he's he's very good to Elizabeth very good to Elizabeth he kind of loves Elizabeth a little bit I think yeah, I a think bit. if I think if well no we know that if if Declan hadn't claimed quote unquote claimed her mm-hmm. oh it would have been Dax would have been all over that I think he kind of right. fell in love with her yeah I think he kind of loves her a little bit and I think yeah. probably toward the end like they love each other like family so yeah. I mean Dax I think he puts on a show and there, he like yeah. has a persona but I think he's a he's still a really great character and I think he's still a really caring person well, and I think that threw me too because I was thinking like, who's going to end up with Dax in this book? Because who, depending again, if you're following Pride and Prejudice rules, who who marries Dax? Which I imagine Dax is the Mister Bingley, would be the Jane, right? But it's which, not. FYI, Dax gets his own book. So he does. Filthy English, which is the second in the series. Nobody, nobody is right. in with Dax. So. But you did say at one point, well, I won't give that part away. But We won't spoil. We won't spoil all of it. 
because we do want to recommend the book. So we're not. Yeah, no. I mean, I listen. It's not a bad book at all. No, 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 no. Um, but he's my second pro. I loved him. Yeah. I mean, again, he looks Dex like fucking great. Declan. So, I mean, we were laughing because we were doing sun casting. I'm like, well, I got a sun cast one. We don't. Sun- yeah, we didn't. So we don't typically tell each other who we're stunt casting ahead of time. Um, what we just I knew did- that we didn't have to do two. <laughs> right. We just knew it would be like double. And yeah. I was like, who? The person that I stunt cast as Declan, if he were doubled something would just spontaneously set on fire. Like Probably my crotch. My vagine. Probably. Your vagine. Yep. My vagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Well, speaking of... Oh, wait. We should we do that or quotes? How about... Do you want to take a break and come back, or do we want to yeah, do Yeah, we what? can do that. Sure. Yeah, we can so do that. Because do you want to come back and then do all that, all of our stuff, the rest of it? Or do sure. we want to continue on now? We can... We, we take a little break. Okay. That's sexy. I like it. <laughs> I told you I'm going to be um, a phone sex operator in my retirement. ASMR. <laughs> I, I saw a video that is somebody doing ASMR, just like cutting shit. I was like, I don't understand what this means. People like getting off on it. I'm like, he's literally just cutting Play-Doh with a knife. I don't understand what's happening. Should I be no. turned on? Am I? Am I weird? Is something happening? I, nothing's I happening down below. I don't, I don't know what's going that. on. I don't want that. I don't want that. No, I don't. You know what? I, I'd i rather just some guy talking dirty to me in my ear. Be, I have heard that on TikTok, too. We'll talk about that off air. Because <laughs> you're going to give me those TikToks. <laughs> but you can never find them again. Oh, Jesus. Well, FYI to TikTok. Can you fucking make it easier for me Improve to find your shit? your search feature. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Like, I have like... I, are we old? Is this just showing our age? All the Gen Zers are going to be like, this is so easy. Oh, my God. Why don't you part your hair in the middle and not wear your skinny jeans? Fuck off. And- <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Okay. Bye. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. There we go. It's recording. I can't decide if it's phone sex operator or NPR. We have a little bit of both. Maybe a sexy NPR <laughs> commentator. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, um, what the hell? Sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. So, quotes. Quotes. Um, all right. I'm going to go in page number order because okay. I have them written down. Um, this one is sweet. Um, it's on at least the Kindle page, 117. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Declan is seeing her scars for the first, or well, mm-hmm. for the second time actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, he's talking about how they're beautiful, and and um, her inner monologue, in her inner monologue, she says, "Big moments happen with the smallest of actions, and sometimes it's not until later we connect the dots." But in that instant, I knew somehow, some way, Declan was going to own my heart. It terrified me and excited me all at the same time. Mm. I know, Declan. But at the same time, you're fucking 20 years old. Yeah, you're, tw- you're fucking 20. <laughs> what uh, do you got for me? All mine are sad. Although, I, okay, so the ones where I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, but the <laughs> one I do, I did think was funny was, um, okay, well, there's two. One is, I needed to punch something. I stripped off my shirt, yanked on some gym shorts, and picked up my gloves. I was like, 
All right. I'm following you on that one. I'm, uh, I'm down with, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting mm, down. Um, the one I did laugh at was, um, heck, I'd already pictured us lying in a pile of old books, stark naked and smoking a satisfying cigarette. Because <laughs> this is like, after the thing is, this is like after she realizes that he's, he loves Pride and Prejudice. And she imagines them reading it together. And I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I got for you. Um, I have two more. One, this one made me laugh. Uh, I don't remember actually what is happening at this point. But it's not too long after that. Uh, It says, the chime on the overhead door went off as Dax and Declan both walked into the cafe entrance. Shelly came to attention. The British are coming! The British are coming! <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That made me laugh. And then um, the last one that I have um, is, I guess, more toward the end. Um, loving Declan was like the rainstorms I love to dance in. Mm. Crazy and unpredictable. Sometimes turbulent. Sometimes gentle. I didn't know if I was going to get struck by lightning. But one thing was for sure, I wanted him anyway. No, I know it's cute, right? Soups, soups is. Um, the other one I have. This one was kind of like a what the fuck, because <laughs> it goes back to our con discussion. Mm-hmm. Two days later, my mom still wasn't home from Vegas, and I, yep. I slipped my wrist to end the blackness. Really? That's, her mom sucks. That's well, one. Her mom fucking sucks. Two. That's that's all we get. We don't yeah, get that's, anything. That's else. the only discussion, right? I was like, you, you can't, you can't drop a fucking sentence like that. I mean, I have some other ones that are highlighted. Like, at one point she goes, "Come on, don't get glum on me. Make me laugh." What twenty-year-olds using the fucking word glum? <laughs> and the other one was, um, oh, what the fuck was it? I was like, no, not a, no, 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 twenty-year-olds using this word. Um, Oh, come on. My internet's decide. I don't know how many 20-year-olds are, like, reading Pride and Prejudice. Also, probably not many 21-year-olds are that good. This 20-year-old was, because she's a (laughs) fucking nerd. Um, um, Oh, yeah. Oh, well, the rest of that sentence about pictured us lying in a pile of old books, stark naked and smoking a satisfying cigarette, after boinking each other's brains out. I'm like, Mm -hmm. again, what 20-year-old is using boinking? I'm 40 and wouldn't use the fucking word boinking. Again, um, what, what fucking year is it? <laughs> <laughs> what 21-year-old is good in bed, though? Probably not many. Declan, obviously. Declan, obviously. I, well, maybe, and honestly, I mean, I'm not, but she's had a lot of sex, so maybe she knows what she likes and what she doesn't. But it doesn't sound Fair. to me, I, and I'm just, this is conjecture because we don't go into it, it doesn't sound like she's enjoying the sex very much with Declan no 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 with any of the oh with prior. anyone else yeah. no Mm-mm. no it so doesn't it's really one you almost asked yourself one instead of getting therapy why aren't you why aren't you just not having sex like, what are you working on you well again like okay the other thing is people deal with things differently I guess having gone to a private university Guess what's free on a university campus? Therapy. And to again, she has no support system. To shame her friends. Exactly. I mean, her friends should have been like, maybe you should see somebody. Yeah. This isn't healthy. 
<clears throat> right. Like, an adult in her life should have been like, please see someone about this. Because it her sounds friends. like... The- her friends should have done that. Well, yeah. well, yes, but, you know. Yeah, but no, uh, adult. But don't she had any adults? It made me sad, like, as a parent, that she had so little support. It made, because she yeah. was relying so much on other people her age. It made me sad for being around kids that age. Where I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. If someone came, if one of my kids came to me and said this has happened, I'd be like, you need to go see someone to work through this. Like, we will, we will deal with this. I will go with you if you need to. I will walk you to the doctor's office if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. We will get you help for this issue and to help you heal from this trauma. I mean, yeah, for both. I mean, because again, too glossed over. Anywho. Right. So those are my. So stunt casting. (laughs) The fun part, right? The fun part. All right, tell me who you have for Elizabeth. Okay. So I went with someone who's already played a um, romantic lead in another classic. um, Was, I'm going to fuck her name up because it's a Polish last name. Mia Wasikowski. Wasikowska. Who was um, the lead in Jane Eyre with Michael Fassbender. I am going to send you her picture through the chat. She's adorable. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff she's been in. She was in Alice in Wonderland. The um, I can t- just go to your Pinterest board. Is you it on also, there? Yeah, you could also just do that. Um, there you go. I just put it in the um, chat, too. Oh, she's super pretty. She is. Um, I loved her in the Jane Eyre. Because again, it's like Jane Eyre is supposed to be so unattractive. I'm like, yeah, but you put this gorgeous woman as well, yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, but I that's my that's my um, my um, what's called her Olivia. Um, that's my um, Elizabeth. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. And yours, Madame. Um, mine, Madison Eisman. I mm. had not heard of her. Mm. Um, let me go to her IMDb. I forget. I did this the other day. Oh God damn it. Um, I forget what she's been in. I did all these pins the other day. Oh, I see her. Oh, she's pretty. Do you see her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, she's adorable. Um, oh, Disney Plus. Oh, was she um, in that Star Girl? No. Clouds. Hang on. Never heard of that. Yeah, I've not. I don't think I've seen anything that she's actually been in. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was in. Jumanji, like the newest Jumanji. <gasps> oh my god, I love that! Yes, she's amazing. Yeah, in both in of them, she oh. was in both of the ones with The Rock and Clouds. You're right, and Annabelle. But I, you know, Annabelle comes home. But you know, I don't see scary movies. Um, um, I have enough nightmares for my own anxiety. <laughs> I don't need to like make it worse by watching fucking horror films. Like well, I have I like enough problems films, sleeping. I've never seen those ones because they're garbage. Um, Fair. I won't <laughs> be seeing it. Anyway, um, um, no, but have you seen? You've seen Jumanji though, right? The newest one. I've not. No, I haven't seen. Oh the new my ones. gosh, they're so funny. I saw the old one with with Robin Williams. Oh, I mean, the, I Duh. Know, I'm not a big fan, but these ones. So Jack Black's I character. I should see them because oh. you know I love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh fuck! So when they go into Jumanji world or whatever, they go into Jumanji. Her character, like her, her, is played by Jack Black. Jack Black, like she goes into Jack Black's body 
in I'm available in, for this. In the video. It's so funny. So it's Jack Black being her, this like teenage okay. blonde girl. It's hysterical. Like I'm interested. I give a I mean two thumbs up for Jumanji. I've not seen the the second one, but I my sister and I watched it when on vacation one year and we just sat there and just cackled. It was so funny. I'm interested. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. So, moving to Declan. Talk to me. Yeah, talk to me about your Declan. All right, I got to go to my... my, Okay, so my Declan, I chose Jai Courtney. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yes. He's 34. No worries. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's Australian, I think. I believe he's Australian. He was in Divergent. He wasn't the lead. No, that was some other hot guy. That was a different hot dude. No, he was, um, I forget the name of his character, but he was someone else in Dauntless. Mm. Like another, like, higher up dude. Mm. He played a, a main role. He plays, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, God. Die Hard Guy. What's his name? Um, Bruce Willis' son in one of the most recent Die Hard movies. Um, Got it. But when you put in gray-eyed actors, because um, right. mm-hmm. he has... Oh, he was in Suicide Squad, too, I forgot. <gasps> oh, Jesus, that's right. He plays He played um, Eric in Divergent. He plays Captain yeah, Boomerang. Yes, he played Boomerang. Yeah, um, he played movie. Eric. He played Eric in, in Divergent. Mm. I read the first one. He was one of the trainers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, there's some pictures. I would like you just to Pinterest Jai he... Courtney with a beard. Holy and fuck. And Jai is spelled J-A-I. J-A-I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is fucking... attractive. He actually looks a lot like Tom Tom Hardy. A little with bit, the, yeah. With, the, with, with the beard. a beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my Declan. And slash Dax. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. So who is yours? <laughs> Wentworth Miller. Oh, he's so attractive. <laughs> he is so... Hot. He's also English. Um, also gay. I love it. Is he really? Mm-hmm. God damn it. Why are all the hottest ones gay? Yeah, he's gay. I love my husband. I really do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was like a big thing that he came out. I'm like, who cares? God damn I mean, it. That's an, I mean, you're right. Like, I, I mean, don't care. Still, but, I'd throw a leg over it if you wanted to fucking go for my vagine. That's fine. There you go. Um, he was in Prison Break. Like, mm-hmm. that's how he got his, like, his main start, I think. Um, oh, my God. He's on SVU now? Oh, really? I didn't know that. I guess he plays an ADA. ADA Isaiah Holmes. He play, he's got kissable lips. Are you fucking... Of course he fucking does. God. He's <laughs> really attractive. He is. So, um, at any rate, that's who I have. Nice. For, da- for Dax slash Declan. Um, and yes, it would legitimately light just everything on fire around them. How many other ones do you have? Um, I did Shelly and Blake. Okay, so I did, I did three more. Um, okay. Again, I said one is a joke one. Um, okay, so <laughs> my Blake is Rupert Grint. I, you know what? I considered it. Yeah, because now he's gotten kind of like beefy. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually is really attractive, like. He older. is. I mean, he's only, like, not that much younger than us, so it's not like a... Right, yeah. I don't feel creepy about saying that, but, like, you're looking... Because Blake is supposed to be a redhead. So You if, know what? Listen, I am done feeling creepy about thinking that younger men are attractive, and here's why. Because fucking men will... Just men, period. Will, because men, okay? Because those motherfuckers will try to end 
often successfully date women who are like 15 to 20 years younger yeah, than them. Yeah, that's true. All right? That's fuck, true. Fuck everything, okay? We can think Harry Styles is hot, okay? Oh, I already do. Tom this Holland. is what I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm okay with... Don't feel weird about it because men, because men, okay? I mean, is it okay if I find Tom Holland attractive? Yes! I mean, I feel weird watching that movie, that video with him being, like, doing Rihanna. Being Rihanna? Yeah, I feel really uncomfortable. Why? Because it's fine. Okay. Because it's really sexy. <laughs> Listen, uh, this is an open, accepting podcast. You should know you're a co-founder, okay? <laughs> we do not need to feel guilty about thinking that younger men are hot. Didn't we just talk about Kate Beckinsale? Oh, that's true. We did. Off She's air, we did. 47. Yeah. That hot mama was dating Pete Davidson. Whether or not you think Pete Davidson is hot, doesn't matter. He is 20 years younger than her. Yeah, that's true. 20. Yeah. And she is hot as fuck. Yeah. He's lucky to be with her. He is 1,000% lucky to yeah. be with her. Yeah. Yeah. If I could look a fraction as good as Kate Beckinsale when I am... Shit, I am 12 years younger than her. If I could look a fraction of how good she looks at 35... That she does at 47? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you do. So I'm just saying, there's no need to make apologies for who you think is attractive, regardless. As long as that person is 18 or over, we do not have a fucking problem here. So I can easily say that I'd smash it with Harry Styles, even in that dress. Mm-hmm. Even in that dress. Yes. Especially in that dress. Why not? Fuck it. Sexuality is a fluid thing. It is. Gender's fluid. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, I don't even know why I started that rant, but it doesn't fucking matter. It still applies. Rupert Grint. So who is there you go. Who's your redhead that you want to smash? Um, <clears throat> I see this redheaded guy coming up here. Yeah, his name is Adam Hicks, and he's a douche, which tracks. Oh, really? Let's just discuss um, his... Uh, this is his... IMDb profile, okay? Okay. Note that most IMDb profiles discuss, like, career and maybe where people were born, okay? I'm scared. (laughs) You fucking should be. Adam Hicks. On July 8th, 2017, Hicks was arrested for discharge of a firearm. Jesus Christ! He was arrested on September 11, 2017 for battery. No charges were filed for either arrest due to insufficient evidence. Hicks and actress friend Danny Tamburo were arrested on January 24, 2018 on armed robbery charges after police say the duo carried out of robberies in Burbank, California. Hicks underwent a mental health evaluation to determine his competency to stand trial. He and Tamburo were initially charged with three counts of felony, attempted second-degree robbery, and two counts of secondary robbery, as well as allegations that he personally used a handgun during the robbery. Oh, my Prosecutors God! You were in jail for a long time with that one. Prosecutors allege the duo committed the robberies against victims over the age of 60. Oh, my God. He committed aggravated <laughs> robbery with the firearm. That's like 20 plus years, man. Yeah. So anyway, all of that is, is to say that of course I thought this man was hot. <laughs> I don't know. 
Of course I wanted to fucking jump him because he might pull a gun at me during sex. For the record, I have for his record for (laughs) (laughs) for his record and my own. I have been in therapy for a long time, which is why I am happily married to that man over there. That um, again, I did not choose; someone else did. Good decision. Good Mm -hmm. decision. Yes, thank you, friend of mine, who knows who I'm talking about. Well, I don't. I will not say her name, (laughs) but um, because privacy reasons. But um, (laughs) I love you, and thank you for making good life decisions. We all we all thank you, unnamed friend. Yes, yes, we do. So Mm -hmm. I don't have any other convicted felons on my list. Oh, thank God! Yeah. Um, Do you want me to go to my um, Shelley? Please do. So my Shelley. I also do not have any more convicted felons. Um, <laughs> mine is Francesca Capaldi, which I can look, but I'm pretty sure is related to, Ooh, might be the daughter of Peter Capaldi, who was Doctor Who number 12, I believe. Um, I'm looking. She's mm-hmm. adorable. She's, of course, you know, British. Is she related to, um, Louis Capaldi? I think they're brother and sister. Oh, no, it's his American actress. No, it's oh, not. Oh, son no, of a bitch. damn it. I got excited because Capaldi is such a Tony right. Capaldi. Fuck me. No, um, the, Louis Capaldi is the son of Peter Capaldi, who oh. is um, number 12, I believe. Um, no, she's a Disney Disney um, channel person. But See, normal normal IMDb profile. <laughs> Francesca Angelucci Capaldi was born on June 8, 2004, to parents of Italian descent. That's a normal IMDb profile. <laughs> yep. Nice. Yep. Um, yep, she's very cute. She's cute, but she reminds me of, I mean, couldn't you see her and, 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 uh, and Rupert getting it on? I could. Yeah. Two redheads. Yeah. So who is yours? Uh, mine is Molly C. Quinn, who, again, I didn't know anything about. Um, but she is an American actress. She was apparently on Castle. She was, oh, she was. Oh, she's a daughter on Castle, I think, isn't she? Mm, I don't know. I didn't actually watch I think Castle. she, well, I only seen a couple episodes. I'm pretty she sure. Was, she was in We're the Millers, which is a hysterical mm, movie with mm-hmm, Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Um, she apparently was in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but, like, I think it was a minor role. Um, hmm. And God only knows. There's so much, like, makeup on most of those actors that it's hard to, you know. Um, so anyway, I'm yeah, she's, like, cute redhead. Molly C. Quinn. Hmm. Um, she is known for voicing Bloom, the main character on Nickelodeon's revival of the Winx Club. I don't know what the, don't fuck, know what the fuck that, that is. is. But she played Alexis Castle, the daughter of the lead in yeah. ABC television series Castle. Um, Nathan Fillion. What? He's so fucking hot. Anywho. You and one of our other friends love Nathan Fillion. Oh, my God. It mean, oh, mm, Firefly. So good. Um, I'm now I'm looking to see what she was in, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, uh, it says Howard's date, so that's not descriptive in any way, shape, or form. In Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, Howard's date. Howard's date. I don't know. It's fuck if I know. Um, uh, apparently also in a movie called uh, Hansel and Gretel Get Baked. Oh, I haven't seen that. I know I know what it is. Uh, yeah, I've not seen it, but I know, I know about tit. <laughs> about tit. Yep. Um, oh, she was in Doctor Sleep, which was um, with um, uh, Ewan McGregor. 
I need to see sequel, more movies. The sequel to um, The Shining. I never saw The Shining. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. It's fine. I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of The Shining. I don't think it's that scary. I don't think it's that groundbreaking. That's me. But it's, I mean, for being a horror, I should like it for being a horror person. But I don't. It's fine. Um, it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm glad you continued because at first it just said for being a whore. <laughs> well, like it is true. <laughs> I am so untrue. No, untrue. Um, I know you. So my joke one, and if you could see my stunt, Cassie, you've already seen it. My list. Oh, come the fuck on my Pinterest because <laughs> I close out of it to look up this. Oh, I know exactly who this is. <laughs> so. So, what's her face? Um, Elizabeth's mother. I can't think of her mother's name off the top of my head. Uh, Tina? Tulsi? I don't know I what don't that is. I don't remember. She's de- she's a she's got a dirt bag and she's dating a dirt bag, a serious dirt bag. His name is Carl. So I decided With a K. With Carl a K, with, with a, a K. K. So I decided that Carl was Carl from the Aquatine Hunger Force. <laughs> Which is, it's a fair assessment. It looks pretty much what Carl would look like. And Carl is also a used Carl is also a car salesman. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, Carl doesn't have a job on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but that's fine. Um, I. But he's hairy and overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, and has a um, oh, oh, what is that called? Kind of called? reverse island. That's what my husband calls it. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The it's, hair we're referring to the balding pattern yeah. on his head. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was thinking of the car he drives in in that show too, and I can't think of it oh. right now. It's a Firebird, not a Firebird. Uh, what is that really shitty car that Thunderbird? No. Uh, any anyhow, but yeah. So that's Nova. Nova. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's my stunt casting. So what's next? It's good. Ratings? Rating. Right, Rating. Let's rate this bitch. Give me your eggplants. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> I think you can tell when it gets to be after midnight. After midnight. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go three and a half. Because when they do okay, finally fair. have sex, it is, mm-hmm. it is not, like, it's, I don't want to say gratuitous, but it is explicit. And hot. It was, oh, for reals. Hot, yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, they do it without a condom a couple times, and I was like, uh-oh. Actually, I think, like, every time. Yeah, because she says she's on the pill, and he says he's clean. So. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I'd be like, are you clean, girly girl? I mean. She's the one who's the one that's, like. She's the one having the one Making some bad stands. decisions, yeah. Right. Um, I give it a four. Not that one night stands are bad decisions. Sorry. Yeah. No, there, again, there's no judgment here. No. Um, that's not how we meant it. No. Um, I said four because, again, hot and also Declan. Mm, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for hearts? Um, I said three because there's not, like, a massive amount of, like, romance necessarily Um, it's lust it's a lot of lust it's a lot of lust Um, however like Declan he is well he also tells her he loves her before she does 
I mean, he's got to coerce <sighs> her into it. Um, which, I mean... At one point, he's basically, like, begging her. Yeah. Which, if I have to say something about... If we're going to talk a parallel to Pride and Prejudice, that is very true to the book, because Darcy does confess his love before Elizabeth does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Has your heart changed? My heart has changed <laughs> a number of times. I, I do need to see the Karen Knightley version again. I know. I might watch it after this. I might put it on before I go to bed. Because um, it is almost, it's one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's fine. We don't need sleep. Um, this week when my therapist was like, um, well, have you been sleeping enough? <laughs> no. Nope. I literally just laughed in her face. And by Don't in her face, yourself. I meant... <laughs> and by in her face, I meant uh, over the secure video, whatever the fuck the it's called. non-COVID <laughs> line. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, the worst, but at least I'm putting her child through college. So there you go. Fuck it. You're like, yeah, um, all of my problems are helping you, right? Yeah, financially? <laughs> cool. I hope I'm helping you financially. Can we talk about the dude that I just cast as uh, Blake? For- <laughs> he has numerous convictions, but yet I'd still <laughs> write it. <laughs> listening to this probably god that poor woman she what she she made it through triple c so she made it through episode five triple c coke can't cock oh my god that poor woman (laughs) i love you veronica's mom (laughs) (laughs) oh oh something just popped up on my zoom it says are you recording music no, we've just Oops. been sticking like assholes for this whole time. <laughs> no, no Zoom. No, we're just assholes. We're just assholes. We're just assholes. Um, um So right. did we cover did we cover your hearts? What did you say for hearts? Oh, I don't know. Three. I I, I'm, I agree. I'm pretty much in agreement with you on this whole book. I mean it reminds me, it was enough, it was the same amount of romance that I get from an episode of of Dawson's Creek. Which yeah. we always pick Pacey. Pacey's forever. <laughs> Joshua Jackson. Why would you... Joshua Jackson or James Vanderbeek? Come on. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, let's do some recommendations. Fair. You want to do some... Oh, actually, let's say... Well, first, would you recommend this book? Yeah, I would. I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with... Mm-mm. I don't... I don't dislike the book. I know we we had some cons to discuss, but, like, again, we don't dislike the book. Mm-mm. It was a good book. I wish it were longer because I think that that would have um, improved like the it would have given more time to unpack Mm -hmm. Elizabeth. Agreed. Personally, that's how I felt about it. But I would recommend it, especially if you like new adult. If you don't love new adult, I don't know, maybe skip it. Co-signed. Yeah, co-sign. We love you, Penny Reed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... If you don't, you know, if you've already read um, uh, 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 Dirty English, um, what would be another book that you would recommend somebody read? Okay, so. <laughs> I never like the circle. look in your face when you're like, <laughs> you're like in contemplation, like I'm going to just say something. Um, 
Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Well, okay. So part of the reason that I was like, can I please just read a book that mm-hmm. does not involve sexual assault? Yes. <laughs> like, Jesus. Just, please, God. When we spin the wheel in a few minutes here, can you please, <laughs> please, God, pick a book that does not involve sexual assault? If it does, so I swear that, to God, I'm going to light some fucking shit on fire. Oh, motherfucker. Now, that being said, this book that I'm going to recommend, it does include, please, please check your trigger warnings. Now, the author is very explicit in the trigger warnings. She's very, very good about being like, here, hey, these are the trigger warnings. Please mind them mm-hmm. and those trigger warnings are human trafficking Jesus. uh i know it's dark human trafficking mm-hmm. sexual assault rape um uh so it's uh, you know ptsd there's a lot of that um it says so i'll read the end of this it says uh it's not for the faint of heart the conviction series should be read by a mature audience only and contain sexually explicit scenes along with descriptions of human trafficking drugs strong language and physical and sexual abuse reader discretion is advised mm-hmm. now all of that being said this is a romance suspense novel mm. it's called escaping conviction it is by a brand new fucking author nice. and i swear to god you swear for god i swear for god comedic cody god damn it you're hot so speaking of young escaping, guys i don't care like i, I said know, I'm saying, speaking of young guys that are hot speaking of young guys yeah. so this author her name is greer rivers she's on the tiktok find her she's gorgeous and funny as hell um she also has an amazing tiara and i'm just gonna throw that shit out there right now um <laughs> as you do as as one does. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also decided that when my first novel gets published, I am buying a tiara. So I mean, just why don't you have that. one now? Because I'm not a published author yet, but one I mean, day I will be. Can't you just have one for being amazing? Fucking tiara. Can't you just have one for being a strong fucking woman? I mean, I guess I could. I but I did recently give my crown to my child. I have like a big purple crown. Like happens anyway. So. Uh, Escaping Conviction by Greer Rivers. Mm-hmm. G-R-E-E-R Rivers, as in the word. Um, what you swim in. <laughs> as in what you swim in. In my backyard. Uh, yeah, not in mine, though, because that's not a good idea. Um, so anyway, it is so, so good. Hmm. That book hit the whole time. Right. Um, now, that being said, it was difficult. Like, it's actually told from four different perspectives at mm-hmm. one point. Um, the heroine, the hero, the hero's niece, which mm-hmm. is the hard part, um, and then also the heroine's, like, ex-person, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out very quickly, this is not a spoiler, but the hero's niece has been kidnapped, trafficked. basically, and is being trafficked mm. with... With her best friend, it, it it is dark at times, and reading the niece's yeah. chapters were difficult. I mean, that was difficult for me. So the the book read a little slower to me than like a normal, mm-hmm. regular contemporary romance would, mm-hmm. um, mainly because of like the dark component to it. However, so Greer Rivers—it's a pen name. I know that I don't know her real name, but she 
is a lawyer. She's like a former mm. practicing mm-hmm. attorney. Mm-hmm. And so um, the main character, the heroine, is a practicing attorney. And she's very good. She's very bright. Um, it's a second chance romance. It is so good. It is so mm. excellent. And this I awesome. highly recommend it. It is very, very good. Um, check it out. She has a second one coming out, the next one in the series. And the next one in the series is actually following um, one of the hero's friends. He's a He was in the military, mm-hmm. so it follows someone from, like, his mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. and his niece. Oh, cool. So, um, so that'll be, like, an age gap to some extent. Um, the niece was, like, 17. Mm-hmm. I mean, was. She is. Yeah. She is yeah. living. But, like... At the time of the book, she was, like, 17. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested. She turns 18, I think. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, like, in the next book, mm-hmm. if she's still the same age or, like, how much time has passed because, like, she's been through this really traumatic event. Um, so I'm very curious to see how it goes. But it legit excellent book. Very excellent and also hot. You know, the- <laughs> There's, that's the discussion probably off off air is we do not have any um, romantic suspense and I do enjoy romantic suspense, um, although again you do get into the trope of sexual yeah. assault that happens per, is pervasive. Yes, but yes. We maybe we should throw. I mean, because some of the, my favorite books, actually one of the books that I really enjoy is Open Season by Linda Linda Howard, and I think I mentioned her earlier. Um, but you're dealing with a little bit of trafficking at the beginning. It's mostly about, yeah, it's, it's some sex trafficking. Um, it's an ugly duckling um, book, which I love too. But we don't have any, and maybe we should add some. Because well, we, I did sign us up for Greer River's ARC mm, team. Okay. So cool. if we get um, chosen for an ARC, then we will absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we could always just put it on the list, even if we're not chosen. It, she is, you would never fucking know that this is her first novel. You would well, never like know. it's kind of like that, um, the other one that I read. That Emily McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. You would never know that that was her first job. Uh, that was her first novel. You never would. Mm-mm. They're wasn't both super talented. One? Wasn't there another uh, one? <clears throat> oh, uh, Sticking to the Script was a, was a first year. Was a oh, first yes, year. you're yeah. right, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Who well, a friend of ours listened to the podcast and now put that on their list. Yes, he did. Yep, I'm so excited. Um, I hope he enjoys it. Um, I hope so, too. I'm sure he'll did. keep us posted. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he will. Um, What's your recommendation? What you got, girl? I got two, so I'm sorry. I have two. The first one I'm just going to throw out there, because I was rereading some Chris... I was looking... I was skimming, re-skimming some Kristen Higgins, because I was trying to debate. Uh, you know, I was trying to find a recommendation, and um, I love Kristen Higgins. She... I mentioned, I will mention, you will not hear it until the end of the month, but I mentioned I like small town. Sometimes, every so often, I like small town romance novels. And um, um, it made me think of, uh, what's that? Sh- it's The book's good, but the movie, the sh- TV show's kind of shitty. Uh, Virgin River on Netflix. Oh, my God, don't fucking get me started on that, that show. That fucking ending of that fucking first series, FYI, is not in the book. FYI. Really? No. The girlfriend does not. The girlfriend plays very little. I mean, the girlfriend or the okay, guy Because he's that's literally what made me not want to read no. the books. No. Because I saw the show and I was like, fuck this shit. No. The the girlfriend plays. She's not even a girlfriend. He's a, She's a girl that he has sex with every so often from this right. neighboring town. She doesn't get pregnant. She's she's older. 
like that's supposed to be portrayed in the book and or in the movie in the show and no she doesn't get pregnant now um if i remember correctly i'm trying to remember how it ends she so i uh, can't think of the, the main characters she can't she believes for her that she can't get pregnant because her husband they couldn't have kids come to find out it was her husband not her because she does get pregnant by the end spoiler <laughs> spoiler for version ever but um, um fyi personal issue for me i hate the surprise pregnancy trope that drives me fucking batshit well and it wasn't so much a surprise because she really didn't think that she could get pregnant because that, she, they had tried they had tried ivf and i mean you kind of knew that was where that was that going. is very different than how it's treated in the show oh I, yeah. which is like traumatic as fuck I got to the end, and I was like, you can go fuck yourself. And then she leaves. I was like, no. Yeah. I mean, once you... Because there are... I'm not going to watch season two. I was like, no. this pisses me off. No, I have no desire. Which which they could have done, like, the book series. And the book series, book number two, is somebody else in town. It's like the, oh. the cook or whatever. I forgot. The, his army buddy. His one army buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anywho. See, that makes me want to read the books a little bit more. Okay. So, anyway, go ahead. Kristen Anyhow, Higgins. I like Kristen Higgins. So, the one I'm going to suggest is just one of the guys, which is about um, this girl, this woman. She's a journalist. <gasps> That's the Harlequin. No, it's not the Harlequin. Oh, it says it right here. Oh, but it's not the Harlequin one I was going to suggest. Oh, oh what? I have two Harlequins. Ah! Yeah, you so like accidentally chose her. I did have to. Anywho, um, it but um, so she is a journalist um, who wants to be a paramedic, but she's a f- um, afraid. Yeah, she gets she loses like her like, she she faints at the sign of blood. She can't handle blood. So oh, um, perfect paramedic. Yeah. So, but all of her family are firefighters and paramedics. Like all like, and she's like one girl out of all brothers, and she falls for. And she's always been in love with like her father's second in command, and firefighter, and she's very tomboyish. So they have a white night stand when she's in college, and then they meet up again later. Mm-hmm. It's very good. The ending is I I've reread the ending so many times because it is so good it's so good and what's nice about what's cute about Kristen Higgins books is that she always tries to put it like the the heroine or the hero has a dog either they have adopted a dog or something so usually a dog plays a big role in it but I enjoy that one I would I would recommend pretty much most of Kristen Higgins's books but that okay. one I really like um so the one I was going to suggest so okay if you guys haven't followed us on TikTok which you should um Harlequin um, fronted us and like responded yes. to twi- to, to um, some of our comments on TikTok. So I thought, well, we should one put a Harlequin. Yeah, we on looked our- at our list and we were like, we don't have any Harlequin on there. We should really do that. Which I will be putting one on. I haven't done it yet, but I will be putting one on there. Um, but I went through and I bought FYI Harlequin.com. I bought a bunch of your fucking books. So. <laughs> I Whichever did. Gen Zer is doing uh, Harlequin's TikTok is doing. You're doing a oh, great job, babe. Doing Lord's work. Um, doing the Lord's work. So I did. I bought a, like a ton of them, and I've enjoyed most of them. Um, some more than others, but this one that I really liked. I do have a complaint, and I want to suggest. I'm going to put this to your um, d- <laughs> suggestions department. Let's think of some better names for your titles of your books, because some of them are like. 
One in particular was called Marriage of Inconvenience. This one I'm going to suggest is Redeeming the Reclusive Earl. Well, I wonder what this book's about. <laughs> I wonder what this book's about. Um, it's by Virginia Heath. And it was charming. It was very charming. It was, I mean, it's very low stakes, but it's it hit the right spots for me. I mean... It's a it's a Regency. No, it's even earlier than Regency. It's Edwardian <laughs> romance, and she's a blue stocking um, who's also like she might she might have autism. I'm almost thinking she has autism because she can hmm. remember every fact that comes like oh, that she learns. Yeah, she is like. Um, was it a didic memory? Like she can remember. Oh, I didic memory. Yeah, she can remember everything, and she just if she's read it, she remembers it. Um, and the hero has been burned, so like of course, like literally. Yeah, his whole side of his face is scarred, and so oh. he actually had to leave London because he just couldn't take the. Every time he was out in public, kids were scared of him. That kind of thing, you know, super sad. Um, oh. But she like once again puts a leg over it because he's fucking hot you know um i've used that term many times tonight i mean i'm not even drunk and that's really sad um but it's very sweet right. it's really sweet and my he, poor husband <laughs> he just keeps like coming up the door like are you fucking done yet um i i will make this really quick but she um uh, it's very sweet. He's very much like he doesn't think he's good enough for her, that kind of thing. And he's in love with her, and so he's got to kind of. He doesn't think she loves him. It's very sweet. I, I would recommend it wholeheartedly. Thank you, Harlequin, for being a supporter and also putting out good content. Hell yeah, Harlequin. Mm-hmm. So we we sw- we uh, spinning a wheel here. Yeah, we're spinning a wheel. Um, one quick final note. Yes. Um, we. <laughs> We really love Tinsman's content. On <laughs> are you are you shilling for him? We're shilling for him. Yeah. We're shilling for Tinsman. Um, and here's why: because we want to adopt Tinsman as our little brother. Okay, we there's nothing sexual here. We just love Tinsman. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He really he's is. a sweetheart. He's only a couple hours from us. He's in Pittsburgh. Um, we are in Northeast Ohio, so. Um, I'm just saying, Tinsman, if you need some big sisters, mm-hmm. we're not that far. I will go beat somebody up for you. Just saying. Oh, I got some rage. <laughs> but, I mean, we support everything that you is, is in your content. Like, it's very yes. much. We- you are hysterical mm-hmm. and also awesome. Mm-hmm. And if I hear you shout, Marilyn, one more fucking time. <laughs> And I mean, we've mentioned you numerous times on this podcast, mostly uh-huh. for the bar is on the floor. Fucking yes, pick the bar it up. is on the fucking floor. And I have re- referenced that numerous times because agreed as a Same. society, that's where we're at. Fucking that's pick the bar off the goddamn floor. Pick the bar off the floor. Also, I saw Be your kind post. to your neighbors. Yes, please. as my my buddy here V says. It costs nothing to be kind. Costs nothing. Anyway, we adore you, um, and the we have an open invitation to formally adopt you as our little brother. I mean, you might have. I think he has siblings, but that's okay. I mean, I don't care. You always. I don't have any fucking siblings. Okay. 
I have a I have a sister that I don't speak to. So I mean, I would love to have <laughs> to have. I got a, nothing. Yeah. So we're, we're take pity upon the only children. There you go. There you go. Um, also, if you're looking for him on TikTok, it is the Tinsman. T i n z m a n. Yes, and you should follow him. He's you hysterical. Should. He's all yeah. of like twenty one and a yeah, he's student young and adorable. Uh-huh. So yep, mm-hmm. yep, all the things right I mean, there. If you need someone to come see your shows, we would come see your shows. We would do that when you are allowed to. Per- when we're perform. allowed to be in public again, and when you're allowed to perform. Right. Um, cool. All right, spin that wheel, girl. Spin what are we reading it. next? I seriously wish you could hear the spinner. So, so I I need to like put the sound effect into our. Into the podcast. I need to edit it in. Oh! (laughs) Sorry, it blows confetti. It makes me laugh every time. (gasps) Two. Number two? Oh my god, really? He's a great clapus! Yay! Yay! So we're reading Suddenly You. I have never read any Lisa Clapus. Like, Clapus? Clapus, yeah. Okay. I um, haven't read any of hers. This is one where I was like actually going to, when I, when the devil, devil's daughter came out, I was like, oh, maybe I'll trade it out. I'm like, no, but you have to read the devil in winter to kind of get this one. But this one's kind of an offshoot by itself. So um, I'm excited. I'm super excited because this is probably um, one of the a Regency only, era. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of the only probably basically this I haven't read. So <laughs> that, you really had to dig deep into the I vault did. for that. That and um, Amanda Quick. I've been holding off on the Amanda Quick that's still there. I was like, I need to read that one. Oh right, yeah. So but the thing is, we keep like we we keep knocking off books because we are doing more episodes, but we also continue to add. <laughs> Like any good book talker knows, um, that you will just continue to add to the fucking list and it will just never be over. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know what? That is what it is. And uh, I'm super excited. I'm into it. Uh, No, I only hope you like it because if you hate it, then I'm going to feel super bad. Um, No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm sure. Well. All right. Did we do it? We did. Let's sign off on this biatch. All right. My lady, where can people find us? People can find us in so many places. Um, you know, so first on the of corner. All, <laughs> down at the bodega. Smoking, smoking pot. You know. Um, all right. So website is www.chickletbookclubpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on Twitter at Chicklet Podcast. We are on the TikTok at Chicklet Book Club. Uh, we are on Pinterest. You can see our stunt casting on our spank naughty lists at Chicklet Book Club Podcast. You can email us. Tell us all of your thoughts, um, good and bad. Please <laughs> let us know what you think about our mm-hmm. ramblings. Um, Chicklet Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube at a URL that I am not going to read aloud no, to just you. Just search Chicklet Book Club <laughs> <laughs> And it will be updated when I get a new computer. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you can find us anywhere and everywhere, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, also, please, if you're listening on Apple Apple Podcasts, please rate us and review us mm-hmm. uh, and let us know what you think. Again, we are always open to listener slash reader feedback. Please let us know what's working for you, what's not. If you have any book recommendations, mm-hmm. please let us know. Um, like we said, we, this is an 
open forum. We are non-judgmental here. No. Uh, and we would love to hear from you and hear what you think. Absolutely. Cool. We're still waiting on a listener from Antarctica, so you just like Oh, us. fuck yeah. <laughs> it's the last continent, y'all. Jump on your polar bear and fucking get it done. <laughs> we need to know what you think about the Duke and I. Um, Please tell us more about what you think about the Duke and oh, I. We're oh, super sh- excited for the second season. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, we haven't talked about... Uh, we're, we're not going to talk about it now, but I just want to say, we know who Kate is. We know who Kate is now, and I cannot... Fucking wait. And fucking don't anyone fucking come at me because they've changed her last name to Sharma. You know what? Fuck it. I love inclusivity. So guess what? You take your, you know, whatever, because her name's not um, Sheffield. What? I can't remember her last name. Sheffield? Sheffield? Think Sheffield. You could just take it and shove up your asshole because this woman is beautiful and she's gorgeous. Also from sex education, which we discuss on episode five. Yes. So guess what? I, I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. Don't want to hear so it. She is so gorgeous. I cannot wait. I'm so fucking hot, happy, hot, whatever. Yeah. Throw an H word in there. Horny, whatever. Throw Horny. it in there. Anywho. Well, All darling. applicable. <laughs> darling, this is fun. <laughs> I get excited about this every two weeks to sit and talk with yep. you. I love yep. you. And I love, love our you. listeners. And um, we're good. We're done. Yes. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Yes. Bye. Bye.